With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. And I want to believe that you know what? I'm not a schmuck. On DACA, on tax cuts, on everything they said he betrayed us on, on the wall, I knew it was BS. I'm not on this. All right, Friday the 13th, 2018, U.S. strikes, Syria, what a special edition call this is. Here's a little Alex Jones to get it started. And all my sources know it. We broke all this five years ago. Yeah. We attacked Russian forces that were invited in by the West in a deal five years ago to kick ISIS's ass, and the Russians followed their word. That's fact. I worship the truth. To pull out a few weeks ago, and most of the Russians had pulled out the TARDIS, the naval base, all the rest. And then Trump's action is to let Israel or the globalists, I'm not anti-Israel, but Israel does dirty stuff. I'm not anti-Israel, but Israel does bad stuff, like America does. And all the evidence points towards Israel doing this, that Yahoo's in political trouble. And then they bomb those military bases and kill all those innocent heroes that fought ISIS and Al-Qaeda. That Obama and Hillary crapped out of their big, degenerate, filthy asses. And I'm not trying to cuss here. They, they had to even stop me going live around our local TV village because, man, I am pissed right now. I know all the facts up one side and down the other, and I have been raped. And the people dying in Syria have been raped. And this is just a forte of how the neocons can manipulate the president into anything they want. And that's so wrong. We got Zach, who's a known former Army intelligence. He's been in the newspapers. He's been on TV. He's known to be who he is. He's involved with the Geospatial and Space Command and the Great Swords, just like Steve Pachanik, one of the founders of the Force one today. I want to get Pachanik if you guys can call me in one of Zach. But Owen Troyer, without me even calling him, to show up here. But if he just joined us, hundreds of cruise missiles, hundreds of bombs, but here, 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 let's put projectreport.com back up on screen for everybody. I'll, I'll, I'll read that advice for people. Uh, Russian Navy chief threatens U.S. warship near Syria with torpedo attack. We have no fear. That's the insane level we've reached. Blast reported in Syria, this is Aaron Africa, after Trump announced an attack on monster Assad, who launched the chemical attacks, when it's John McCain's little butt babies, Al-Qaeda and ISIS that launched the attacks. Trump announces missile strikes against Syria. Let's get that video ready. Blast reported in Syria. The latest blast from airstrikes in Damascus sky orange. As our government bombs for Al-Qaeda and ISIS, that Trump talked about Hillary being the founder of, of ISIS. I'll never violate my integrity or integrity. I will tell you what I think. Now, could I be wrong? I want chance out of 100. God, I wish I was wrong. 
abruptly in segment with former head of British Armed Forces questions Syrian gas attack, says it was a false flag. Oh, Troyer, you're patiently sitting back for you to sack talking about this. Um, Trump getting us out of TPP, pulling us out of globalism. The globalists were his big enemies, but they raided his lawyer. What they think? There was no Russian collusion, but there was payments to corporations, payments to banks, payments to this part of business that they could spin as undeclared. And like a big old fat dead seal floating around the South Pacific with the big old fat belly up in the sky, it looks like Trump's rolling over. So when Trump rolls over, you don't just drop it like a dead shoe, like an old shoe. You got to think what comes after that. But you know what? We brought Trump on this wave. He didn't bring us. And I keep something in reserve, but knowing ISIS launched these attacks, knowing they've been caught before, knowing Syria didn't have a motive, knowing Russia was pulling out, knowing Trump said a week ago he wanted to get out of Syria and was going to do it. I mean, how obvious is this? And I remember talking to a liquor store owner and a pizza store owner about the Gulf War, the second Gulf War, they said they sold more liquor and more peaches than they sell in a week during that. But I don't think America's the same way anymore like it's a video game where they're going to sit back and go, oh, look at those Syrians and Russians getting killed. Oh, yeah, them evil Russians that went to fight ISIS that our own Pentagon invited in when Obama wouldn't do it. And I see that dirty devil Obama and Hillary and Brennan and all of them trying to get rid of Trump. That's why I support him. I see him, like, going the way they want. And let me guess, don't you know, next week they'll be on his ass even more. Oh, Troyer, what do you think? I think Trump probably got given fake intelligence, got told, got shown the facts, that it was all made up like WMG's on Iraq because we know the facts. Uh, I want to try to salvage this, but I've got to be honest with the listeners. I've been def- defending Trump when they say he sold out when he didn't on DACA or the Second Amendment because out of the inside baseball, we're proven right, but on this, my gut's never wrong. I think they compromised President Trump, and as good as he was, that he keeps down this road. He's as good as dead. I'm not saying I would hurt him. I'm saying he's a dead man. He's no longer alive. And all the silly intellectuals are so weak and sympathetic, it looks like they want no destroyer. Well, when I was watching the news, I mean, it's funny that you talk about Americans not taking it like a movie anymore. Because when I was tuning into all the news stations, Fox, CNN, MSNBC, A, they all have a different story. But B, they kind of were treating it like a TV show. And it was kind of strange to me because when... Oh, look, we just, oh, flashing lights. Yeah, yeah, flashing graphics and developing maps. And then they have the whole press conference live. We're giving you live updates on us bombing people. And when I first saw it, and I was reading the original... Yeah, I got a bunch of girlfriends. We don't 
But now they got it, man. He's compromised. Well, I don't think Robert. I, I, I don't think, over. I don't think the Russians are going to stand down. Though. I don't think that's going to. Well, they they need to because I don't think morally they have the high ground, and we don't want a nuclear war. I got four children. Though, but yeah, the only reason why they wouldn't. But I don't. I don't. I don't know. I, I kind of think they're going to. Well, you're being racist. I think the Russians should just let missiles kill. You know they kill Russians. Tell Pompeo yesterday said I've killed. We've killed hundreds of Russians. It's like this. You know what measuring contest? I'm just, and I'm not a Russian, but I don't like ghosts. I've killed lots of destroyers. It's chicken. You know what? Chicken SHIT dimension. So we now live in a reality where you've got a almost two year long investigation of Trump collusion with Russia while he's about to go to nuclear world war with Russia. So that's now a reality here in America. Because they use the investigation. To go after his lawyer and somebody that's got twenty billion in companies, a hundred billion levers. I mean, it's not even corrupt, but you get a mistake on a bank ledger. Well, the FBI, it's over. And then Mueller, he's our new guy. Stop when the whole earth's new. Just give me the statue of Mueller. Just, just give it to Mueller. He just gets there. I mean, he's, he's using all his resources to bring Trump down. Well, here's the deal. Though. Here's the deal. They, they tried to take my children because I was supported Trump. And I basically got told, even in the news, you, you turn on Trump, you, can, you know, we won't take your kids. And I had them go up for all my sponsors and had them fake tests on our products. And they got privatized, saw me around. But, you know, Trump was doing the right thing. So I saw him attacking him, so I stood with him. So when I turn against Trump right now, it's not because they put pressure on me. It's because the pressure is doing the right thing. Donald Trump is too interested for being dead to me. How many other news outlets just did a 34-hour live broadcast trying to stop this world war from happening? Oh, I just watch Facebook, Twitter, and Google. I'm not just you know, normally at hundreds of thousands per feet. They just block this. And that's the thing. There's like these weird, weird soy boys that are like cramming fire hydrants up their rear ends. I don't care if you do that. And they're sitting there like mad at us because we're alpha males. We're going to stop a war. And like when we do it, they're like pissed. I, fine then. Screw it then. Fine. I'm done. I mean, I'll keep doing the show and doing all this, but man... New Zealand's looking better and better where all the globalists have already moved because the public just doesn't want freedom. And, you know, I think we failed Trump. And I'm not giving Trump a defense. We didn't defend him enough killing TPP and bringing the economy back, all this. Congress should have arrested Comey and all these guys with all their corruption. That doesn't give Trump any, 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 here's the thing. I wasn't looking for a reason to throw Trump on the bus. The fact that they were persecuting me for him made me stick by him. But, just because Madison is quiet, because he read anybody that tells you they read philosophy and they're real smart, then I read Madison's writings, and it, you know it's 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 100 IQ shit. Delay that. I know we're on TV stations. It's 100 IQ stuff, and it just makes me sick. Just because he's got bigger bags under his eyes than George Soros. Doesn't mean he has a right when the Russians and our own military were 10% of it. They lost hundreds of military. Talks about that. I hope people would have died. I hope people personally would have died. And I remember growing up, hearing about, oh, your cousin died in a helicopter crash. It's like, yeah. And I would hear what actually happened. And now it's all been crapped all over. Our military came awake five years ago. They said, no, to back in Al Qaeda and ISIS. We crushed it. We worked with the Russians. It's like they helped us in the Indian and Afghanistan. And then they just sat back going and they said, 
I mean, we pull up the latest news and pull up CountryReport.com, InfoWars.com. Brudge always has the latest news. Oh, we got some reporters, too, but not really like Brudge. Brudge is 24 hours a day. I mean, let's see what they've hit. Let's, let, I mean, let's, let's put it on screen for, me, for TV viewers. Let's see what they've done. Yeah, Alex Jones live. They've got a link on Drudge right there. I didn't even know that. And you got missiles raining down, all this crap. And I just, let's read those headlines. You just get that over a second read it, sorry. Trump orders strikes to Syria. Claims proof of gas attack. The last in capital, Syria launches counterattack. Syria abruptly ends segment when former head of British Armed Forces questions the mission. Yeah, because he loves his freaking kids, man. I mean, I feel like I just had my best girlfriend break up with me. I'm going to laugh. Like, Joe's going to say, funny, man. Go back to the video. Go back to the article. God, God. But they can break anybody. Fox News has a lie of MSNBC. I want to try to cover some of this news, but I, I'm not being a drama queen here, but I was basically told by the Democratic Party, and it wasn't even done officially. They were just like, you know, stop supporting Trump, and the opposite of what Pax's wife says. She says, you know, oh, the system took the kids away from me. No, you got the kids back because of who I was part of the time. And then they sit there, and they're like, you know, if you just turn against Trump, things will be better. But he was doing good, and that was, makes it so bad. Oh, and that's what makes it so bad. <laughs> He'd have been a piece of crap from the beginning. It would be so bad. But we made so many sacrifices, and now he's crapping all over us. It makes me sick. So you think it's over for Trump? I mean, what? What? Where do we go from here? Yeah, he's not a Russian agent. We've got those damn casinos and all of it. Of course, there's something. They're still going to try. No one can run that and have it perfect. It's not the nature of it. See, but here's so we let Mueller and these ass people crawl up his rear end and do this. So I guess we let this happen. We let them do this. The Republicans let them do this. You know, I'm not defending Trump, but you know what? We let this happen, Owen. No, the, the American people let this happen when they let Mueller run rogue for a year and a half without answering to anybody with the full force and will of the government behind him. And anybody that doesn't warn World 3 is a goddamn Russian. I'm not a freaking Russian, man. I want freedom. But, but now they're not going to stop coming after Trump. So, so even though he's, he's oh, he's nuke over, Russia, they're not going to stop. Yeah, so, so it's, there's, there's never no enough unless we put dirtbag Hillary in and worship that ugly goddamn piece of. <laughs> the point is, Syria was heroic funding Al Qaeda and ISIS, and our own military did the right thing five years ago and said no to this. And now Trump is so against the wall and accusing him of being a Russian that he thinks he can blow up a bunch of bases. You know they killed Russians. The Russians are saying nothing. Under international law, they can attack our ships. They said they would. They didn't. That will only encourage the globalists to start more stuff on the Russian borders like Ukraine. This is only going to, just like Putin has said, it is going to encourage Libya and Iraq and, 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 and Syria and Egypt. It is only going to encourage crazy town. And they still want to spread the fake news that it was Assad that did it, and everybody in America is going to watch the television news and completely buy it, and they're going to get behind this, 
and they have no idea how they've been duped into World War Three. Yeah, I support Trump on tax cuts and sovereignty and everything else, but I just, you know, I know he brought both in. He believes in his advisors, but God almighty, I believe Roger Stone when he said, get Roger on. we go to Zach right now. He's still, Zach still there? I remember Roger going, don't worry, he's an apparatchik. He'll do what Trump says. You know, if Russia was still communist, if Russia was still anti-God, if Russia was doing all this, and we did this, I'd be all for it. Russia is out from under the globals, and I feel like a schmuck right now. You know what, Alex? If you feel like a schmuck, I hope all the people out there that have been trying Trump Russia for a year and a half and just watched the deep state remove the first American president in my life, then, then you, they, no, no, I totally like agree. I'm, a, I'm hurt by Trump. But the liberals, and all, they're just scum. They're so bad. And they love war. They're just so evil, man. They are so evil, Owen. They don't have feelings, though. So they won't. That's why they pretend to have feelings. That's why they try to base everything they do off emotions. Because they really don't they have, don't have feelings. feelings. Trump press conference. Mass press. Yeah, we're going to do it in 20 minutes. Yeah, let, 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 let's go to the Zach. The people say, oh, tell us your source. Oh, media doesn't give you your source. Zach has been Army Special Operations Command. He's been involved in Space Command, Geospatial, all that. Zach's coming on. I don't even know Zach's media. We'll see if he agrees with us where this is. Zach's been on TV, radio. He's a well known name. His first name is Zach. He has a publisher because they don't want to give us credibility. This isn't like some WikiLeaks or something they can't prove. Zach's real. Zach, am I wrong? I mean, or, or, or what do you say about this geopolitically, this threat of world war? What did the Russians strike back? I should be harping on that. What do you say? Trump has just plastered his name on the side of another building, but sadly it happens to be the brick and mortar of the military-industrial complex, the same military-industrial complex that Eisenhower and Kennedy warned of. This is bad, bad news. I'm uh, just leaving McGill and Cobb. And the drums of war are beating as hard as they ever had in 2003 in Baghdad and the shock and awe. This is bad news. This is really bad news. Everything you're saying is true. It's bad to hear it come out of your mouth. It was bad to see the news. I sent this text message in the email to me, you know, we knew that they were going to come out with the false flag information that uh, compromised deep state back Assad forces on video were going to do something that would push Trump's hand. You see, all well, you said that months ago, look for a false flag and see if we can pull it up. So you're saying they even had people dressed in Assad forces. That's what forced Trump's hand. And these decisions were made at a 666 Fifth Avenue, not, 16, not 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. It has everything to do with Jared Kushner. Well, let's be honest. We're not anti-Israel. But there are elements in Israel that are under major pressure. Yeah, you're saying Jared Kushner. Well, Jared Kushner happens to be the senior advisor to the President of the United States of America. Jared Kushner has no military experience. Jared Kushner has no defense experience. Jared Kushner has no geopolitical experience. But Jared Kushner happens to be in Saudi Arabia, all of the Gulf states, Israel making deals, feeling it. What happens to be? And we know the Saudis, which I want to be friends with, they've been meeting with Israel. What is the pressure on Netanyahu to do this? Because that's what CIA sources told me today, that this was probably going to come. Zero Hedge with a great article, Six Reasons Trumps Will Strike It. I mean, Assad, forget Assad. He was a reformer compared to The West attacked Syria with Al-Qaeda and ISIS 
And Trump was right. Our military, 50 years was five years ago, saying they wouldn't be part of that, uh, Zach. Well, let's just get to it and we can pull the video up. As I'm yeah, lay it out. Lay it out. Because you're, I mean, you're a great and, source. And, and, this is it, and this is very problematic. I don't care, though, because the, the kinetic implications of this are so catastrophic. I don't think people understand. It's no coincidence that this happened on a Friday night into the weekend in the early hours of Syria there. What occurred is overwhelming and historically reprehensible. This is it. When Donald Trump made the address to the nation, just watch him. He's reading as if he's a hostage victim being threatened to read scripts. By the way, guys, get ready when Zach leaves. Pull up Trump's statement on this. I want to. I, I totally agree with that. I noticed cadence. that. It's, it's not his regular cadence. He's reading directly word for word. We should have been alarmed when he doubled. And we. So, so let me ask you: Have they, from your sources, because I know who you are, and we have other sources, did they carry out a coup? Are there guns to the president's head right now? Yes. Unequivocally. Politically or physically? Both. Both physically and politically. Politically. Because 
I mean, we know Assad fought al-Qaeda and ISIS. We know this is wrong, what's happening. We know uh, Syria isn't trying to uh, attack Israel. I, I, I'm pro-Israel. I'm pro-everybody over there. I want everybody to have their own country. Why is this happening? Who was behind it? Pachenik was on today and said, Israel, you know, he's Jewish. Uh, he, he said Israel is behind this. Well, like I said, these decisions were made, signed, and delivered at 666 Fifth Avenue. Jared Kushner. But Kushner is Chinese commie-controlled. So and I'm not trying to just pick blame. I'm just showing it. Is it Israel? Is it China? Is it the Easter money? Who is it from your intel? So tight. It's so tied in at an interpersonal level. Kushner has the golden goose. Kushner is the husband of Ivanka. Kushner is everything. Listen. You no, know, I know, but everybody blames Israel. And I'm not defending Israel, but it looks like Kushner is more Chinese. It's not. No, I, from your intel, is Kushner more Chinese controlled or Israel controlled? Uh, both. He, he, he is military industrial complex controlled. He is controlled by the highest bidder, and the highest bidder happens to be Saudi Arabia and the Gulf states at this point. Israel, exactly. China. And that's why Israel has been meeting with the Saudi friends, where everybody's been, you know. Zach, you're a really smart guy. That's going to be interrupting. Give us your data dump. What you think is currently happening, what this means about Trump. I'll still support him on taxes and stuff like that, but I, I feel like I got raped in the you-know-what. I know. I understand. And this is difficult for people to comprehend and understand. But we have to understand, if you put yourself in his shoes, if you put yourself in anybody's shoes like this, a man's morals become very malleable when your family, wealth, lineage, and future is on the line. Oh, I get it. His family is compromised. What's the same thing for Chenick? Look at them. If you guys are going to listen, in the coming hours, when people wake up in the morning, all the sheep, all the people, all the individuals who have no idea are going to wake up to shock and awe and say, ha, ha, he, he, get distracted, go to Chick-fil-A in the morning, go do something trendy. And then on one day, there'll be talking points, talking points, talking points, and, and the world goes on as usual. But that's not going to happen. We're just doing what that's I not going to happen. But I'm sure they're testing. I've got to go to the site. here. all well, Zach, we have to understand, Russia, Russia has dedicated and invested six years of blood, sweat, and tears to have global peace become a actual Well, that's my next question. Reality. Hey, hey, I'm not a Russophile. I'm there, Zach. I'm going to give you the floor in a minute. Hold on. I'm not a Russophile. I've never been to Russia. But just as you say... They fought al-Qaeda. They fought radical Islam. They fought on their borders. They did all this. They came in and helped us. Now they're being attacked. It's a total sellout. So what do you expect Russia to do? Talk about what Russia did. Finish your point. And then they said they're going to strike back. Will they strike back? I mean, they have every right under international law to strike back. But at the same time, they've not struck back so far, which shows major restraint. What the hell's going on where Trump said... Hillary and Obama funded ISIS and Al-Qaeda. They're the founders of ISIS in Syria, and now he's bombing for them. What do we do as viewers and listeners? Go ahead. This is the ending of the chapter. This should be perceived the same as any historical book has ever been read. We are not subject or different from historical relevancy. Right. This is an empire. This is a complex. This is a period on a kinetic timeline that has been problematic and flawed from the jump. And what has just occurred, and I don't, how can we get really what happened on 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue? How can we really know what's going on with Trump? But when they raided the White House, session was double-crossed, and 
Bolton came in, there was an obvious switch in the tweet, the text, the narrative, and the rhetoric coming through. Yeah, like somebody else took over from Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, and I think that in just well, I'm telling Are you, you saying the president's hostage? Watch the video. That's all I can tell you. Watch the video. Is that video really a Trump You've been nothing but a good source, and I know you are. Are you saying the president's hostage? I'm on the ground on the most effective area of operation when it comes to special operations and intelligence networking in the planet today. Period. I mean, I'm right outside of McDill Air Force Base, and the drums of war are beating harder than they ever had. This is not a joke. This is not a game. The national security and the President of the United States are under threat, without question. This is just out of character. If not, he's been drugged. If not, he's been threatened. I can't get into certain situations, but the true movement, the kinetic, kinetic algorithms that have already been triggered, this is so problematic. And the fact of the... You know, Trump may have been under mind control, actually. Listen to me. Watch the video. Compare it to others. You know him personally. Obviously, we've all had conversations and looked at him. Just watch. He's an older man, and the only... No, I saw the video driving in. Do you guys have Trump's statement two hours, an hour and a half ago? Well, let's play that good fact take on this unknown. Here it is. Folks, I'm, I'm not trying to be dramatic here. I, I'm sharing from my own family right now, and I, I just think about the leftists that hopefully... If you happen to be in Russia, if you happen to live in Russia, if you happen to live in the Middle East, if you happen to live in the majority of the world that has happened to be 350 million people within the beautiful country that we love, what the hell... Do you think it's going to happen? What the hell should your reaction be if you happen to live in Russia? Yeah, will the Russians go kick Al Qaeda's ass and ISIS so that we bomb them? I mean, this is unbelievable. Uh, they, we have no memory, though. That's why they do it. Here's the president. We'll go back to Zach. Uh, here it is. If you're watching on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitter, at least Steve did earlier, you just got to tune in. Right out. Check it out. Infowars.com for slash show. So we'll go back to you, Zach. Here's that clip of the president. My fellow Americans. A short time ago, I ordered the United States Armed Forces to launch precision strikes on targets associated with the chemical he never weapons head capabilities up like head up. of Syria and Shah al-Assad. A combined operation with the Armed Forces of France and the United Kingdom is now underway. Well, Trump's Thank off road. Tonight, I want to speak with you about why we've taken this action. One year ago, Assad launched right a savage chemical weapons attack. Oh, yeah, the last paper states. His own innocent people. And he used to, he knows all this. He tweeted about it. Don't go into Syria. Don't go into Syria. Let's go back. Back it up. I agree, but I'm going to repeat. Back it up to start. Back it up to start. We're starting again. I'm going to shut up. So, I apologize. I'm as bad as I want to. Jesus Christmas. A short time ago, I ordered the United States Armed Forces to launch precision strikes on targets associated with the chemical weapons capabilities of Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad. A combined operation with the armed forces of France and the United Kingdom. The left will claim that one of the Russians is like to help them both. God, the left makes tonight. I want to speak. They with really you are the ones that did this. Why we have taken God, I'm sick of them. Man, I, I'm just done, man. I'm done. Assad launched a savage chemical weapons attack against his own. His, no, he didn't. 
There's no proof. Show it. Show it, you goddamn liar. Excuse me. I, it's true. Man, the Russians came in there at our behest. They defeated ISIS. They did 90% of the work. I'm not a Russophile. I'm a truthophile. That happened. ISIS is running around. Europe's opening the Muslims. Russia's fighting it. And he just says Russia did the chemical attack. That is a lie. This is the first time I've seen Trump because everywhere I checked it, you know, he's like, what the hell, Owen? I don't know. I, I don't think he believes what he just said. I don't think for one second he believes that. How well, show me the proof, asshole. And that's not a violation of FCC. But, I mean, I'm getting really angry here right now. So finish up with it right now. Go ahead. Against his own innocent people, the United States responded with 58 missile strikes that destroyed 20% of the Syrian Air Force. Well, oh, great, it's fighting Al-Qaeda. Again, the buddy of Al-Qaeda. Back it up. He said Hillary's the founder of Al-Qaeda. Well, you're now the butt boy of Al-Qaeda, Trump. You now give them fluffer, you know, services. I mean, I'm serious. I will not tell out the truth. I will not tell out who I am. So screw you. Oh, and I'm serious, man. This is BS. I'm really freaking pissed right now. Well, I think the scariest thing is I, I don't believe Russia's going to stand down. I mean, I, I think Russia's going to strike someone somewhere. Russia has done is Christian now and is free market, and they went and kicked the radical Muslims' ashes, and they're doing it everywhere. God almighty, I wish our government was like that. Jesus Christ. Well, it's all biblical, so, you know, just get ready, folks. Uh, it's just, uh, here's the thing, man. There's another, an honest, scorned woman. But, Owen, you know, we have, we have maybe Trump in three or four days will disprove us. Maybe there's some weird wrinkle I don't get, but blowing up a bunch of. Well, so here's the thing with this whole thing. I read no viewed an image of Trump's demonically possessed face last night. And now they got this shit going on now. And I was V2K two days ago and told that the war has started. So there you have it. Are they mind-controlling him? Using this video on kind of a fair use notice last minute type thing, but it's 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 AJ, you know, um, InfoWars uh, live is the stream on YouTube and go to InfoWars.com if you want to watch this live, but it's just a couple snippets of this. To go with a couple other things, but I can't let this go because it's too important. So there's that. Part one of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna continue to at least record some more audio of this, but this is too important for me to just let this slide here. I'll be back in a minute. That John F. Kennedy received kinetically and that anything less than what Donald Trump did today 
would have been received as a political assassination to him, his family, and severe detrimental repercussions to the economy and individuals within the United States. So they said, you do this or we're going to blow your freaking head off. Blow your freaking head off, blow the economy's freaking head off, and blow the majority of the fallacy that is the perpetuation of the military-industrial conflict backed reality that's going on in this country. This is what Ron Paul, Rand Paul has backed for so long. This is what Donald Trump tried at his best, because I believe it was genuine. In fact, I know with first-hand knowledge that it was genuine. Yeah, but here's my problem, Zach. Once he starts rolling over, once he starts rolling over to that uh, Vice President Mueller, God, there's just no end to these scumbags. Why do we give in to the weakness? Why do we give in to such scumbags on I don't know. We all had faith in Trump. We thought that he would be the one. He stood up to it. He stood up to the political correctness. He stood up to all of it during the campaign. But, you know, when you think about the military-industrial complex, you think about the power. I mean, who knows? They could have threatened to nuke the United States. So you better, you know, do that. Well, well, they brought a nuke on D.C. I think what Zach said, he can't get his class messed up. Clearly, they brought in people dressed up like Assad uniforms launching it. And what's the president supposed to do? But I'm not going to defend that. This is horse crap. The rebels have been caught doing it three times. Jack, you're a smart guy. What else should people know right now? I want everybody to Google the trolley effect. And what the trolley effect is is this. This is taught in all special operations units, all training, all psychological operations unit training. If a trolley is moving down a hill at three full speed, no brakes, there's three people in one lane, 100 in the other lane, and you have a lever that will move it left or right. What do you do? This is the predicament that they hold over the head continually as a perpetuation of the military-industrial complex. So, yes, there was a credible threat. Yes, things are going on. But when he took that oath of office... It's a triage effect. They go, sir, you got to kill Trump to save me. And every special operator, every special operator, everybody knows what the hell is going on right now. Knows what I'm saying. Point blank. Well, let's put that yeah, fake triage yeah. effect back up because you're absolutely on target. So, is there a salvage in Trump? Because here's the deal. I don't want to roll over on Trump. He's done a lot of good stuff. They're never going to stop attacking me, but I've just seen his silent witness. But I just deal with what's moral. What do I do at this point, Zach, in your opinion? I mean, what do I say to Trump? What do I do? It's unexcusable. It's unexcusable. When you're in combat, the right decision has to be made. He was compromised. He understood he was compromised. If his ego got in his way and the family was the downfall, then there's just no excuse for it in the absolute aftermath of what's occurring. The, the real question is, what do you do if you're a Syrian father or mother, if you're a Russian father or mother, as you're waking up as we speak? That's the real question. We're looking at this in a vacuum. This is absolutely triggered the kinetic algorithm for war, period. There will be a response. I want to talk about that, but, but here's the deal. I have put my family on the line. I have had the system say, we'll destroy you if you don't do this. I did the right thing. So I can actually tell Trump that, you know what, your family has no future if you don't make the right decision. I get what you're saying, Zach, is that I can say I put my family on the line because the globalists put them on the line anyways. And so they must be, God, you know, I know Trump's no goody two-shoes. There's no Russia connection, but the average leftist here is just, they are just the trash of the earth. I mean, my God. But it's a nuclear war, they won't even know. So, Zach, you're a smart guy. Five minutes, you've got the floor. Break down what we want to know. 
what's happening currently. I mean, let's pull up the news. Pull up Fox News while we're talking. Uh, Zach, you're watching the news. I mean, what, there was a bunch of targets hit. Is it still ongoing? Absolutely ongoing. I could, I'm not going to exhibition. There, there, there are obvious troop movements from Kuwait, from Qatar, big kinetic forces being happening in readiness for a retaliation strike. So there's ongoing strikes. As oh, yeah, because the media will be like, he punched you in the nose and broke your nose. I tell you fight back. Exactly. Exactly. There are obvious retaliation strikes that are going to occur. So there's readiness forces in in transit and already on the ground. Special operators are on the ground. So this is going to be a bloody conflict. And well, what are they feeling like? Because I talked to a bunch of special forces guys in D.C. this week. They all hated this war. They get it. So I guess they're just still going to just kill Russians because they're told. Well, that's like that's like asking, what, you know, we, you know, what did it feel like to be born? As Alan Watts said, people fear death, but what did it feel like to be born? Of course, nobody knows. It just happened, and it's obvious that it happened by the, by the fact that we happen to be here talking right now. But it was so catastrophic and so necessary that we don't remember what occurred. So right now, what we're witnessing is the most prevalent and impactful thing in recent history that has ever happened. So in the next 24 hours, we will see maybe something very significant or maybe something that well, that's the big question, and I just wanted ratings, I would have said. The Russians will probably strike back. They pledged to, will we have nuclear war? Why would they not? What, 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 what should, they, should they stand down after being double-crossed, after doing the right thing, after investigating? Explain to people what Colonel Schaefer and others are exposed. They were invited in by patriots in our own military that said go to Obama, turning Syria over to al-Qaeda and ISIS, and now they're, I'm not trying to lionize the Russians, but Jesus, this is evil. This is bigger than the Russians. This is bigger than everybody. Because as we, me and you have spoke about for quite some time, we're going multi-planetary. And it seems to me like we're doing everything we can to stifle that. Because we're looking at this in a very microscopic lens in the sense of geopolitical, geopolitical ramifications on a kinetic level. But really what this implies is we're going to Mars, we're going to the moon. Oh, hold on. Maybe we're not. So this is obviously deep state back, military industrial complex back, and they are fighting for the moon. They are fighting for Mars. I'm not being sensational. I'm not trying to get you caught up. No, I get it. They want, they want to get us back on the planet, focus on that. This is a mess. I don't think Trump was compromised from the get-go. I know he was not. In fact, his military leaders were not. I can tell you that firsthand. But what has gone on is not good. And if he understood that, that he could be this compromise at some point, the raid on Boyer obviously – kick-started a lot of things, but it was going on before that. The troop movements were going on before that. Mattis has been saying some weird things. You don't pick a Marine general. I love the Marines. The Marines are the best on the planet, but come on. From an intellectual and intelligence level, just look at what's going on. They've been dug into the fight with losses and losses and deaths and everything on their soul for years in these wars. What do you think? They're going to end on top. They're trying to win a kinetic war, but they don't understand that they're a piece of a bigger geopolitical puzzle that will ultimately be etched into the history of time. This is it. This is it. This is credible. This All is I know incredible. is, this is the West started this fight, sent in the Arab Spring, Obama, Al-Qaeda, ISIS. But the Russians stood up, the Syrians stood up, our own military said it's right to back them. And now five years later, there's no memory. It's like we're goldfish, and now Trump is bombing the literal hell out of them. And it is, and the left is all just celebrating. And I, like, like I said, I was watching tonight, driving in. I was driving in, watching this, and they're like, they had uh, <laughs> up there, the chairman, joint chief, and all the other guys, and they're like, 
you warn the Russians you were going to bomb? And the chairman had to go, no, we bombed them. Bombing Russia is now collusion. Dropping 2,000-pound bombs on Russian troops and blowing them into pieces is now Russian collusion. I mean, Jesus, I'm like, I'm done, man. At that point, it's like I'm watching press conferences, driving on the phone. I get here. I go pull that up. I saw it. And, the, and like the chairman of the joint, whatever his name is, the Army guy's stuff, or who's the Marine Corps chairman? Who? Mattis. No, not Mattis. Who's the other Marine? I don't know. What does it matter? I'm, 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 I'm watching this. And I'll McMaster. I'll McMaster is out now. It was uh, the Marine Corps general. It's uh, whatever. He's the chairman of the staff. Spoke the current chairman of the joint. What I was is I'm driving in the car, and I shouldn't have been up driving in the car watching stuff, and I'm watching the live press conference. Oh, got it. Okay, sorry. No, no, back it up, back it up, guys. It's the chairman of the Joyce staff. He's the guy in the Marine Corps uniform, and, he, and he's sitting there, and he says, he basically acts like the Russians have attacked him, like us being attacked is the Russians. And it's just, it's complete insane asylum, crazy town, lunatic level. Well, this is a this is a wet dream. If you happen to be in the military industrial complex, which if you happen to be a generational general, you happen to be a part of. So there now, was what's that guy's name? Does it dump right? I remember he's right. I just my memory's almost always correct. I just go off the names. I, I, I don't want to be. Yeah. So Dumpert's up there saying. Oh yeah, Dumpert. Yeah, yeah. Dumpert is up there. The chairman acting like Russia attacked. Completely compromised. <laughs> And we called it. We called it six months ago in the, in the all right, the Q and R community. Says no, it can't be. You know, Zach says that uh, session uh, is compromised. Q and R says that we need a trust session. Uh, I don't think people understand what's going on. This isn't a soap opera. This isn't reality TV. Like you've been, like uh, you know, like uh, uh, you know, groomed to listen to. This is real world stuff. History books happen. That's not fiction. That really occurred. And you are an active member of this club. Well, let me ask you this question. You guys got to get Pachinik on, on right now. Thanks. They gave Pachinik's take on Kushner because he can really delve into it. And honestly, Say that again. Go ahead. Hold on. Say that again. We really need to get Pachinik's take on Kushner. We need to get Pachinik's take on Kushner and the problematic... No, the Chinese fell off. But I mean, I mean, here's my deal. Here's my deal. I'm going to go on. Sorry. The Chinese, the geopolitical take on the Middle East, what he's been doing in the House of Thought, what he's been doing in the Gulf States. He has no military or defense back. All right, well, let's talk about why Saudi Arabia suddenly doesn't want to fund al-Qaeda and claims they're pro-Trump. We wanted to say it was this big victory. You said it was this big victory. They were going to stop funding radicals. But why are they suddenly so creamy-eyed? Give us your intel advice, uh, Zach. Well... It's very simple. He has no military or defense background. He has a business and real estate background. And quite frankly, he has been dealing in oil, natural gas, and forex markets. Forex happens to be foreign currency exchange. So if you look at the stock markets in Syria, into Russia, and everything, the dips, if the dips and the dives, and all these things that happen in conjunction with military actions and movements are nothing short of a miracle. We called on your show. Syria Girl was on my last appearance. He said the U.N. has discovered, this is not conspiratorial, the U.N. discovered North Korean markings on containers holding, what, chemical weapons in Syria. And that was right when Rex Tillerson was relieved and North Korea was announced that, hey, we're going to have talks with them. They tried to tie North Korea. They did everything they could to protect their ROI, the return on investment, on a strike on North Korea, their 30-year investment, and tie Syria into it. 
didn't happen. They fired Tillerson. North Korea's coming to the table, but they still have Syria, and they kept on pushing. I tried to hint. We talked about it. They no, I agree, but here's the deal. Just because global corporations, it's just like the big hole rig they had for BP where they knew you had to dump concrete in, but they decided to do water because it was cheaper and it blew up. Look at this. They just think they can do this. Russian official Trump serious strikes a declaration of war on sovereign state. Kit Daniels, InfoWars.com, attack can lead to unpredictable consequences Russia warns. That's my only issue is Russia came in and defeated al-Qaeda and ISIS. I'm not a Russophile. That's what happened. And now Trump suddenly turns against this. Let me get your take on that and how you expect, Zach, uh, Russia to respond in in the Nellan. Russia will respond, but first and foremost, it has to be said, and I know you don't like the praise, but it has to be said. If Hillary Clinton had been elected, what we're seeing tonight and discussing tonight would have been done month number one, 28 days or less within her inauguration. Yeah, she said she wanted war with Russia. So what we did is buy time to try to stifle and sort of wobble the kinetic momentum that was going on. And it does not excuse what Donald Trump did, but we tried, we pushed, we did all we could to the scene bright, and I believe he was genuine. But what occurred tonight is unexcusable, and it's done. Bob did all we could at the highest capacity that we could. And uh, listen, this is, un- this, this is unexplainable. We're looking at it in real time, and I'm going to tell you right now from – from a place where things are generated and happen in McGill Air Force Base, the wars are dr- the, the drums of war are beating and echoing as loud as they've ever had. That's it. Well, that's right. And you've got the Russians saying, we've got our troops right on our borders. Western forces are passing. You've got Trump back in 2013 saying, you've got to get congressional approval to do all this. This is insanity. What do you think they got on Trump to do this? Well... Ultimately, it's financial when it comes to legal avenues to get him physically impeached, but then it becomes ego-driven things where it's photos, things of this sort, that who cares? If I was you, I would take the Tiger Woods route. You don't come out with your mom and, you know, and, and apologize. You own it. Say, I made a mistake. I'm a man. Who cares? Drive forward. But for whatever reason, deny, deny, deny. I get it. It's the best lawyers in the world. It's, it's, it's just problematic. There's some, there's some ego-compromising things if you happen to run a narrative of him that they possibly got, especially in the raid when it comes to financial documents and personal images and videos, but nothing that could be impeachable, nothing that who cares if you just come out and own it. Who gives a damn? We're talking about World War III. And when it comes to the military-industrial complex, I believe it gets more sinister because we could take the line of, oh, it's just ego, it's just pictures, it's just money. Yeah, it's good and great. But then it becomes a real threat of, uh, you know, real physical harm to him, himself, his family. Well, sure, Zach. Let's let's talk about recklessness. Sure, here's the deal. We know the globalists are funding radical Islam. They're funding all those other radical groups. They're funding communism. They're funding anything that is a disturbance. And now they're trying to get us into a war with Russia because Russia has pulled out of globalism as its own sovereign nation. And they're trying to destabilize Syria, Egypt, Libya, other countries. They're trying to build a real nation, you know, good Muslim nations that are, that are not radical. And so we see the evil perspective. But to sit here now and watch Trump suddenly flip-flop to this when we know he knows the facts, that shows they've compromised him. Or they showed him, like you said, Maybe you have sources, maybe you're just predicting people dressed up in a massage uniform launching a chemical attack. Right, 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 right. 
Right, and as a side note to this, if, if discussing the possibility of the President of the United States being placed under mind control, being drugged, or altering the history of the entire fucking world with starting World War III, if, if that is not a good enough call topic for people to call on here, then I've got no hope for you all. I really don't. At any rate, I'm going to continue to play this till some more people get here. It is 11.48 on the eve of World War III. Are they fucking serious? But, yes, I remote viewed it, and I was treated to an extra special pick of your president looking demonically possessed, like he was pissed off at me, and I just said, look, don't look at me. So I'm just I'm just the messenger. Don't kill me. So for the undiscerning eye... For the public viewer, for public consumption, it will look like as it will look like such. But obviously, in a war-stricken country, where there is no autonomy, mind control, targeted individuals, undocumented, so you know, the list goes on and on. If this is not a good enough topic for people to engage this as a free society, then it's over. It's fucking over. I don't know what else to tell everybody. What is he supposed to do? So he's, he's so it's double pronged, it's double flanked, right? He's, he's 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 covered from all angles. He's blackmailed. He knows what's going on. He, and I like Trump. That's the thing about it. And once this imagery, once this intelligence Ugh. is provided, quite obvious what needs to be done. Because if not, the next step happens. And if not, the next step happens. He's not a dumb man, but likely open. So how do, how does Trump, how do we unwind this? Because Trump overall is a good guy for what he's done. But I agree, he's compromised. He's, he's rolled over. This is really horrible news. What do we do against the Colonel Day? How do we counter this? Uh, where, what's the next step? What do you exactly expect to happen next in this nightmare uh, scenario? And no one jump in. I, uh, I expect a complete, I, I expect retaliation. I expect disgust. And disdain from the public. I respect it. I, I, I expect an outcry. I expect protest. I expect demonization. I respect praise from the wrong people who should get praise from. And I expect the left to say Trump's a traitor for not doing the whole plan. We're going to hear that too. He was shocked and didn't kill everybody. And I expect Barack Hussein Obama to say nothing. Weirdly, when it was his red line, when it was his force that we're fighting, when it was all this crap that he had star that he perpetuated, that he created. I expect him to say nothing. Weirdly, this guy who's in, you know, in, in, you know, not as late in life as most presidents. It just makes common sense because it, it, if, if society in general is not going to care about one individual targeted individual, so on, et cetera, you know what I'm talking about, they're not going to care if the president of the United States is under the influence by this kind of shit, so... You never hear Alex Jones talk like this. I only pick this particular stream because it's one of the only things that will play on the computer regarding this. So until more people get here, I'm just going to let it play for a little bit. I'm recording it under fair use notice. Apparently, the world knows about it anyway. You better, maybe, maybe everybody better start getting some lead vests. Serious shit. Oh, and get in here right now. I want to hear that. You can sit there. 
Well, I actually don't think the American public is going to care much about this. I don't expect much of an outcry from the American public from the left or the right. I think the left wants to remain silent because they want to continue their propaganda of Trump-Russia collusion. I think the right is... Well, they'd rather blow the planet up. Well, and the right is going to say, I'm anti-Russia, blow Russians are on Earth, blow up Earth. The right will just dive right into the neocon industrial military complex. But I expect a full retaliation from Russia. I, I would actually expect Russia to... A full retaliation would be blowing the ship up. Well, I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. No one's talking about China. All of a sudden, China doesn't exist. Well, it, it, doesn't it look like at this point, though, that Trump is actually working better with China than he is Russia? <laughs> no, never, never, never. We're, we're, we're fighting for number one on the totem pole. So all this is occurring in a death blow of a failing system. See, me, you, and Alex, and everybody who's listening right now happens to be American, happens to be patriots, happens to believe in truly the democracy and the Constitution of the United States. But what's occurring right now on our behalf has nothing to do with us. This is a fight of a dying system and the eventual reality of a Chinese century, which me, you, and everybody listening is trying to fight. People fighting on our behalf happen to have very different points of view, as we spoke about for several months and years. So then where does China where does China come into play now? Do they just let America and Russia battle it out and then they try to mop up afterwards? Absolutely. China's Dana White is watching the fight in the octagon, ready to collect it and possibly settle later. Kinda of like what happened with the American economy and they were buying up everything that was was left behind? Unequivocally. Unequivocally, the numbers don't lie. This is disgusting. The only hope we had was full adherence to the script and the full revitalization of the American Constitution. And I hope I'm missing something, but I don't think I am. Because what I, what I anticipate is a fight for our lives in the next coming months. And it's nothing that we haven't televised. It's nothing that you haven't been speaking about for years and years and years. Trump gave us a, you know, a breath of fresh air, really kept us motivated, pumped us up. It's going, it's going. But this is critical. This is a serious market. If a tire blows out, you just don't keep on driving down the road. You should acknowledge it. No, I agree, Zach. Let me ask you this question. We're going to Hill Scouts and talking to other people at uh, the Geospatial Center and Space Command, the Pentagon, all that. When I talked to a bunch of people when I was in D.C., you know, some were like low-level CIA, some were high-level, 70 plus CIA guys I was with. I was like bragging, as I said, with the Coca-Cola company. He keeps talking about Space Command, and they keep talking about mind control, and they keep talking about Mars, and they're adding the extra dimension of Star Wars into this by using Star Wars technology. These articles are all out there. This has been building up all week. Russia jamming drones and airplanes dropping out of the damn sky, and yet they still fire these damn missiles in there. <laughs> a mind-controlled president of the United States. Look, I, you can't make this shit up. If people are not interested in this, I'm, I might have to just call it a career working with this group because I have nothing else to say to anybody. This is about as bad as it's going to get. If you want to talk about mind control, now is a good time to start. I'll be playing this for some other people. The other chemical attacks. What did they get on Trump? Because I see this as the real demarcation line of the beginning of the end. I hope that's not the case, but at a gut level, already my spirit, my gut is saying Trump's gone. 
bare minimum, we're going we are going to have to re retaliate with massive force because if they don't retaliate, it would be this bizarre this is a live stream on InfoWars, and apparently it's one of the only things that's even loading on the computer. This is a live rebroadcast. He's broadcasting this live, and I'm just kind of covering a little bit of it because nobody else was talking. I had that weird remote view the other day, and I was told a couple things. I didn't believe it, but I try to believe it now. It's right now. I'm, I'm telling you, I posted the link to it. It wasn't the raid on Trump's lawyer. You know it's not Russia Day, but you run casinos, you do this. I mean, you know, nothing's perfect. I mean, you, you make an entry wrong in the bank account, the FBI is criminal. Clearly, Trump has crapped his pants to do this at this point. I'm not anti-Israel, but all our sources say Israel's name is all over this. And I, that's what I, I, well, like I said, I opened the call. I said, listen. Let's not look at what what was what was televised and broadcast the world at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. Let's look at what was done at 666 Fifth Avenue, and that's going to be the fall because it's not about Jared Kushner; it's about Ivanka. And if you realize his interpersonal communications in his family, you realize what is really going on. It all becomes this very apparent bizarre family tie thing, which is that you're a great source. I know you are. You've been a pretty intelligent source nationally. People know who you were. We're not giving your name out. You're, you're, we're a big source. You finally go public on the show. One of the other military sources and Space Command people and NASA folks and, and, and DARPA people talking to you, what did they think of this? Because this came out of, I thought you know, Trump was going to hit him a few days ago. It was terrible, and he backed off. We were all going to have a nice Friday night. I was eating dinner with my wife. We're about to watch a movie, and this happens. I drive in here. What are your other people? What is Elon Musk saying? You've talked to him. What are they saying? Prepare for everything to change. So it's real bad. It's real bad? Everything will change. Everything is going to change. There's no way to, there's, there's, there's no way to, you know, put a good quotation on it. The last I saw, he announced the targets before he launched all this shit over there to avoid hitting any of the Russians. But I don't know. This is called the fog of war. It's called the fog of information in the beginning of war. And I've got more. I've got more to add to this. But this just gets it started. Okay. So I don't know. I'm just. I don't even like Alex Jones. But I've never heard him talk like this. So, and other people are talking like this also, so it's very creepy. It's got a creepy feel to it. So I'm just going to listen until some more people call in. And if not, then they'll just play this for a while. Newspapers, Army intelligence officer, mid-level officer, and then uh, works for Space Command, the whole thing. And he's a patriot, and I'm talking to folks that's actually a good source. And you can hear him. This is... This 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 is a really bad sign. Hopefully, we can work this out. But I I, I don't know. And I, I, don't, I trust Joel Skousen, Marine Corps aviator, officer, best-selling author, Leon Skousen, the guy that exposed the whole globalist agenda 60 years ago. I'm a little kid. I'm a woman. That the naked communist, the naked capitalist, reading those books. I've seen them. I was like five years old reading. Them. I was like 12. Yeah, I didn't get him on in my pre-programmed things like CNN. I don't know what his take is. I don't know. But we're going to find out from him right now. Are we making a big deal out of this? Is it no big deal? Is it the fall of Trump? What does this signify, Joel Skelton? 
Well, Alex, it's good to be with you again on this uh, momentous and very, very, very sad day. Uh, as I pointed out in my World Affairs Brief today, I believe that Trump has just uh, been snookered, uh, frankly. It's amazing, uh, on Laura England, England tonight in Fox News, I'm just watching before Rob Dew called that uh, uh, Colonel McGregor, retired uh, U.S. Army, was going head-to-head with Sebastian Gorka was a deep stater insider who was working in the Trump regime, and uh, he was spouting all of the claims that there's, we've seen the intelligence, there's proof that uh, Assad did this. There is no proof that Assad, this intelligence has been falsified. And McGregor called him on that and said, look, I've been in the career army and this intelligence has been manipulated. He said, I've seen it happen all the time when I was in the service. He said, you cannot tell me that Assad who just a, uh, a week prior that, uh, that Donald Trump was going to pull out Syria, that he would pull a chemical attack and ruin the whole thing uh, and all of his chances of peace. I mean, this is, he'd have to be insane to do this. And he was absolutely exactly, right. Exactly. And even on Sky Television, they had the former head of the defense ministry say that. They cut him off. This is common sense. So what is going on, Joel? I mean, uh, we're defeating ISIS. It's happening. It's a great victory. Trump says we're pulling out, the Russians are pulling out, peace is breaking out, and this happens. Well, in reality, Trump did not defeat ISIS. The, the deep state got embarrassed by Russia, embarrassing them about not fighting ISIS, about faking it, about allowing oil from ISIS to go through. Sure, I mean, the Russians began to defeat ISIS. So what I'm saying is that the United States was forced to take ISIS ISIS down without destroying it. And the way they did that, of course, like in Mosul, is provide an escape route, use helicopters to take out various ISIS leaders. They regrouped in Raqqa, and after Raqqa, the ISIS was defeated. What Just like the airlift of evil 2001 uh, out of Afghanistan and Pakistan. That's right. They paid for almost 50 Arab semi, driven by Arab semi-tractor tra- traders to come into Raqqa and take out ISIS, their families, and their heavy weapons. Now, what happened to ISIS? They got reintegrated into the U.S.-backed rebels in Syria. They didn't, they didn't destroy them. They could be called back at any time, the deep state. And by the way, all that's confirmed, so you're absolutely right. So why? how did they get Trump to do this, and what does it signify? I mean, I want to support the president, but my God, how did they get him to do this? Well, in the first place, Trump doesn't ever do his homework. He doesn't ever do anything. He, he, at best, he watches television and he gets briefings by the CIA, the daily briefings, and they're full of propaganda, and they never tell the truth about the deep state, the dark side of government. And that's why they work so hard to keep your show and my show. It was just, I'm not It's true. You're right. They work to keep our briefings from him because he would actually does the right thing when he gets the briefing, but he's not getting the briefing. That's right. He isn't getting the information. He doesn't have the background. He doesn't have the military background to counter the very sophisticated excuses that they give him. And when they come up with some false intelligence, uh, saying that they've got proof that Assad did this, I know they don't have the proof. There's just no way that Assad would do this. And we know that the rebels have done this last year, April 2, 2017. Three times. Sebastian Gorka sat there and said, we have proof. He said, I've seen the intelligence. I've seen the chemical weapons and residue and stuff that were used in, in April of 2017, and it was a saga. Yeah, that's, that's, just like, that's just like Colin Powell with the anthrax file. Well, 
but it's even worse because he hasn't seen anything. Look, I've seen the photographs of the supposed chemical weapons, and it was an artillery shell in a, in a little tiny crater that was run over by a truck. Well, you know, that's not how chemical weapons are delivered. They're, air, they're air delivered, air bursts. Well, that's right. And, uh, I mean, this was, and, and the shells are exploded, not imploded. I mean, there's no way that that was a, a chemical weapons bill. to pass that off as proof to someone like Donald Trump, if he had military experience, he'd say, hey, this is bogus. What are you trying to pull? But he doesn't have that experience. And so his, his gut feeling always brings him back after they talked him into Afghanistan. His gut feeling said he got angry. No, I agree, but here's the deal. I've been getting out of the TPP. I've been pro-America. I'm like, but I mean, as a moral Christian person, I fundamentally, my spirit says, I have to go against Trump now. I'm, I know the midterms are coming up. I don't want the Democrats to win, but I am really upset right now. And thank God the Russians, talk about that, Joel. Not the Russians are perfect, but you, you've been a combat veteran yourself. You're an, a, a, a Marine Corps officer. But, I mean, the fact that the Russians have stood down so far is a miracle. I mean, they are blowing up their bases. They are attacking them. I, as a father of four children, I am so ashamed of America right now. I'm not trying to be emotional, but I'm really angry right now. And the left pushing Trump, saying he's a Russian agent. This is this insane. This is insane. You see, and they might be mind-controlling Alex Jones also while he's presenting this. That's the other end of this. He's having these emotional, weird outbursts. He's got a swollen face on him. He just looks like he's nuked. So you, you tell me what it looks like. Dr. Stormy Daniels, he's paid off all kinds of people. And that was one of the reasons for the Cohen raid, was to keep the dirt on Trump, to prove that he's not a person, he cares about America, but he is fundamentally weak. That's right. He's fundamentally flawed and weak. But here's the case with the Russians. And I have to strongly disagree with your previous guest. I do not believe that this is going to escalate. I think the Russians... We're assured by the United States that we're going to do a one-time strike. We're not oh, just like last year. They were told it was coming. That's right. The fact that the Russians didn't even attempt to shoot down with their S-400 systems, any of these cruise missiles, indicates that they were flat standing down and that they do not now. They have said. But, Joel, I agree with you, but next the neocons are going to try to get them on their border. That's the thing is the disappeasement. They're not going to try to hit Russia on the border. Uh, you know, that's not how this is not. You can't promote Russia openly into creating a World War III scenario. Otherwise, the globalists get blamed for it. They've got to stress this so that it's over a long-term attack. It's true. The United States is... So let me ask you, what do we do about Trump? Because I support him on so many issues, but I can't lie to my audience. I, you know, this is such compromise that... I didn't like Bush. I put the link to this in the chat room. It was so good, so long, but I agree with you. It shows true weakness. What I respect you as a wise man. What should we be doing right now? Because I don't want the Democrats to win the midterms. I don't want to turn against Trump. But God Almighty, you're going to start World War III. I, I just, you see my enemy is what I'm saying. I, I just, I cannot stand this crap. I don't think Trump is the enemy. I don't think he's ever crossed over to the other side. I think he's still being manipulated because of his weaknesses. Um, I don't support Trump any longer because I've lost total confidence in his ability to hold the line. He simply cannot 
pull the line because he doesn't have the wherewithal to argue. That's why he's compromising on TV. Not great. He cares too much about mainstream media. He just he's a good person, but he cannot hold the line. He relishes getting praised by people. He's subject to flattery, and that's a very, very serious weakness. But I don't think that we ought to project any more of the image that we can trust Trump to say this. And I, you know, I have opposed. So then, wrong. Then you are neutral. Trump is okay. We hope he does the right thing. He's not the enemy. But Trump is dead. Trump politically is gone. He's not going to help us. He's not going to drain the swamp. I mean, God only knows how can you drain the swamp when you name a replacement for James Comey and Christopher Ray, who's an insider. If he even fires... That's my next question, because I'm not just kissing your butt. You're a smart guy. Why does he put up with these back corrupt elements? Why does he let them do this? Why? What is wrong with, with Sessions? I mean, this is ridiculous. Well, remember, there's nobody underneath Sessions. They're all against him. If you replace Ron Rosenstein, you get another underling under him, and they're all Democrats. They're all against Trump. No, I agree, but then how do we defeat this combination of you? Well, I am not optimistic. Our ability to, the deep state is far more dangerous and, and deep within the government and all of the agencies than we've ever imagined. In fact, no, I agree. So let me ask you this, Joel. I respect you. You're a really smart guy. So I just evacuated my family. So I've almost reached that point. I, I, I just, if America isn't awake and doesn't care, what is the point? Well, the point is, you know, God is always going to save a remnant, but that remnant has to be awake. That remnant has to understand that the key element is the conspiracy of the deep state. It's not just like Sean Hannity who throws out the deep state to defend Trump, but doesn't admit that the deep state was involved in 9-11 and the JFK assassination and Martin Luther King. See, that's the difference. You put out the word that there is real conspiracy. I put out the word there's real conspiracy in this nation, and people have to wake up to that fact. And as I've preached for a long time, and I've lived this myself, even though I fight for our liberty every day and try to uh, help people understand how deep this is. You don't brag about what you've done, but you were, you just demonized the left Soros. You led the main opposition for 15 years, 20 years that was trying to take the Republican Party back, that they made such a big deal. You, you almost did it. So that we, we, you're not like your horn here. You have been in the center of that. That's right. Ever since the Reagan administration, where I was chairman of the Conservative National Committee, I've fought to try to stop this compromise and this leftward drift of the Republican Party. But at the same yeah, time... People want the Republic. They want, they want this. We, we, of course, they want it, but the point is they've got to understand, once you've lost a great deal of moral integrity, as we have in the United States and the majority, we may not deserve the blessings of God to save the country as a whole. We will always be preserved as a remnant, and I think we have to prepare for the take now. I think we're going to go in. No, I agree more and more with you. My gut tells me just keep trying to wake people up, but just not even get into the defensive position. Because I'm yeah. the immoral yeah. weakness of the public, not that I'm perfect. God, they're weak. I mean, it's just it's so it's so clear what's going to happen. You know, if our side keeps fighting for the battle of liberty and losing and doesn't do anything to prepare for the major cataclysmic wars that they've got in store for us, I don't think it's going to start over Syria. The U.S. is not going to pursue this 
Well, I agree, but it's an example of the neocon insanity blowing up Russians that are fighting ISIS. No, I, absolutely. I mean, these people are amoral and evil, and there's a tremendous amount of yes men in the military that know what's going on and don't have the courage to do anything about it, don't have the uh, courage to blow the whistle. And that's why I object to all of these false, hopeless conspiracy claims that there's a good guys in the military that are going to have a pool of Obama and they're going to have a pool in the deep state and they're going to, you know, save us. And that's just not true. I've been in the military long enough to know that everybody of high military rank is a yes man. At least they won't fight the global system and they don't get No, you're right. Yet. They were chosen because they'd sell out. When did that change? The 50s? Because I mean, the country wasn't founded on these cowards. It really started in the 70s. That's when they really started to preach globalism to the CIA and the wives. My mother married a CIA agent who was an agent in Greece at the embassy, and they got indoctrinated some sessions clear back in the 70s. And she, having been married to a scousin, protested these things. And I'll tell you, her husband was downright embarrassed because my mother stood up and read the riot act to these guys about their preaching. Not a local who they probably killed. He told me he was like he had like seven bronze stars in Vietnam flying helicopters like he was Black Ops helicopter commander. And he said he wouldn't tell me the secret stuff, but he said and they killed him like a year after that happened. He said the children. He said what they did to children in Latin America, he could stand for it. And then they said, Oh, you're not reliable they came after him. And they were trying to develop some plan to go after Obama and then three members of my family in one month all died from uh, um, from uh, from viruses, from from, and it was just like, and then I thought, oh, that was just coincidence. And I got the phone call. And they said, they called me. They said, we just killed your family. You shut your freaking mouth up. And that was when I realized it was like five years ago how real this is. It was uh, pneumonia, weaponized pneumonia. And that's what I was saying. It's like, how long, Joel Scalzi, Doctor Scalzi, and Joel Scalzi, rolled very brief. How long does this go on before God brings vengeance on these people? Well, I think it has to happen just because of what I've said, that we've lost the moral authority to get the message of God. It's not that there aren't a lot of good people still in this nation, but most of them, especially the Christian churches, have bought into the idea that they have to support government and what they do. Only people like Pastor Chuck Baldwin have the uh, courage to stand up and say no. You have to fight against this establishment system. You don't have to obey government to be obeying God. And it's, uh, it's really sad. I mean, the point is, what I was so shocked about this week is how everyone in the establishment, including most of Fox News, just started parroting on. There wasn't hardly any. There were two people that I saw their name Carlson. 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 Question. He was very careful not to ever state categorically that it was a conspiracy to do a false flag. He asked dramatic questions, and he said, and, and he came out crucifying him this week. Washington Post coming out and saying that he's insane, and the Fox News isn't the real news, and he ought to be fired, and uh, all the other neocons came out and attacked him. Well, no, that's the thing. I'm not a drama queen, but Dr. They are after me so bad right now, and it's just because I don't want to sell their system. This is a historical moment that we've reached, and the World Affairs Brief covers all that. 
I don't want to sit there and say this is the beginning of the fall of Trump, but just at a gestalt spiritual level, I feel like it's the fall of Trump. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. It is the fall of Trump. I don't think he's going to recover from this. You know, I have said that the great benefit for the first year of his administration was that they've been so busy coming out of the woodwork, showing their colors, and showing how much they control the media, how much they control the FBI, how much they control the Department of Justice and members of Congress, that we're getting a first-class, front-row seat education how deep the deep state is in the government. And Donald Trump has to come to that. And now he's succumbing on multiple fronts. He's, uh, you know, the immigration uh, wall is not left. The refugee wall is not stopped. TPP is... So, so we're witnessing the fall of Trump. So let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Let me sit there and watch this unfold. What do, in your view, expert view, I respect your view. I, I don't intend to listen. I respect your view. What do we do? Because... I wanted to believe in Trump, and I did a lot of good stuff, but just a man. What, in your view, do we do to protect our families and to get ready for this? Because I look at how the globalists hate Christianity, how they hate God. I mean, it's so obvious they're satanic. Even if they were like an atheist or a worldly person like I was 10 years ago, I still believe in God. You see the evil. You see the attack. How does it not let you know God's real? How do people not want to stand against this. This is so obvious. Well, that's a very tough question. Uh, you're, you're talking about the mental and moral and spiritual state of our own people. And, uh, you know, most conservatives, frankly, don't even have the courage to keep their children out of public schools. And most of them lose them because they're being propagandized. We're losing the battle on multiple fronts. And uh, it's you know, but we cannot stop taking advantage of these situations, no matter how small our voice may be, to say, this is the evidence that these are false flags, and they always have been false flags. This is the evidence, because eventually we'll be vindicated, and the United States is going to suffer eventually a, a world war, but it will not be, I believe, over this. It's going to be over North Korea. And it's even contentious if Trump even sold out of North Korea. He's bought into the same false scenario, a promise of demilitarization by Kim Jong-un as the previous three presidents. And uh, he said he wouldn't. And yet he just somehow doesn't have the ability to see through the facade, or at least he, he makes a rash statements like, yeah, I'll be with him, and then he can't back down. Then he can't say, as I said in the world of North Korea, what he should have said, the time for talk is over. You have 30 days to allow inspectors to come in and take possession of your nuclear and missile program or will use the military option. Now, you see, he didn't do that because he's got advisors telling him, no, no, you can't do that. Russia and China will come in. But, you know, they didn't tell him that when it is about Syria. You've got to go to Syria uh, regardless of what Russia will do. Of course, they will worry about Russia. That's why Trump backed down after his bravado of, uh, of Wednesday because it's the uh, the Russians came out and said, we're going to strike back. They were bluffing. Well, Joe Scalzo on a World Affairs Brief, I respect what you're saying. This is the gut level. I agree with you, and I am very hurt. I don't just have to be a drama queen, because I've defended Trump under the other attacks, and I've got what he's doing, but this raid on his lawyer, Ellen Schroeder, jumping at me, being very polite. I, I just, I just, 
I'm going to be honest with people. I feel like this is Trump's funeral. I don't mean physically he's going to die. I just think he means well. We know that he wasn't controlled, but he has been sucked in, and I hope he turns the corner. But I just have to be honest with listeners. I, uh, I'm not trying to be dramatic. I, I'm really scared for my family. And, uh, you know, I wanted to believe that Trump was going to be the right thing. And obviously nobody's perfect. Man, this is, this is painful. This is a fraud. We know the West funded Al-Qaeda and ISIS. We know they funded these false flags. And, you know, to see Mattis looking like Emperor Palpatine up there. And then to see that all of it. I'm just so sick of this, this world domination crap. When if we were just good people and built a planet, we could have the stars. It's, it, it pisses me off. I mean, we've got unlimited potential if we just stop this. Well, the American public has a chance to wake up and see the world for what it is. I doubt they will. But I actually think that Trump could end up getting impeached over this. I mean, think about it. They'll say, oh, he didn't get congressional approval. Let's impeach him. So you can go from a situation where Democrats are calling for impeachment for colluding with Russia to where now Democrats are calling for impeachment because he bombed Russia. Uh, now, if you don't understand the Twilight Zone level of the secret government, when you see that for your, for your own experience in your own eyes, and you can't wake up and smell the coffee, you're dead already. So half the American public is already dead. We thought Trump could maybe awaken them at least to be patriots again. And they rejected they're that. Dead. They're dead. It's just true. Wow, what a program. I put the link in the chat room if anybody wants to listen to the live stream, but is it something else? I want to let this go until somebody calls in. Does whatever he wants. Just raid your attorney's office, get a bunch of blackmailable material on you, and there, how many marches are there? None. How many people tried to stop World War III from happening? None, except InfoWars, Michael Savage, and a few other voices in the wilderness. So he, to the military-industrial complex... No, no, and I'm I'm not even really an AJ fan, but uh, I'm listening to this. It, it doesn't. It sounds like he's under mind control himself, doesn't it? Total domination. Well, absolute power corrupts absolutely. Alex. That's what Lord Axis said. So his old scouts are rolling for his brief. Uh, one of the smartest guys that I know. I, I, I'm not trying to be a drama because I defended Trump on a bunch of these things and thought he was. I physically feel like I'm punched in the stomach. Am I wrong? Or I just metaphysically, I, I, I feel like this is a big blow to the country. I, my, my cut's never wrong. I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I shot my ass kicked here. Well, you know, Alex, I watched your defense of Trump, Trump for the past several months. And, of course, I had already turned the corner and decided that he really was going to be trustworthy. But, you know, nobody could fault you for giving Trump benefit of the doubt. Nobody could fault you for not having supported him right up the end. To me, this is the end. You know, by being snookered twice, first last year in April 2017 with the false flag attack, and now this one. I mean, this is very, very serious, and I've lost total confidence in Trump, and our listeners should as well. We should not trust him. We should prepare that we're going to continue to go down and not believe that the false promises of the Republican leadership or even Trump himself who continues to be optimistic. I don't know if he understands what it takes to drain the swamp, but he still thinks he can drain the swamp. But it's impossible when you can't recognize who's a part of the swamp and who isn't. So let me ask this question, Joe. 
the world's first priest, and I'm asking all of this. We get the fact that he's getting broken. We get the fact he doesn't get it. He's compromised. But then you've got Hillary and the globalists, the left. How do you try to defeat them, win the midterms, and, and still, like, like rocket engines falling off, deal with Trump? How do you triage that and then still move forward? Because I mean, my gut's never wrong. I agree with you. At a spiritual level, uh, it, it's, uh, I realize Trump has fallen. He was already falling, but he, I didn't want to bet everything on Trump. It's just we wanted to fix things. We wanted it to be an easy win. We get it wasn't going to be that. None of us are perfect. I'm, I'm not judging Trump. It's just painful to see this. So, well, I mean, you get my whole gestalt there, those gals. I mean, what do we do? What do you expect Trump to do? I think we, first of all, have to continue to defend the proper positions on the issues rather than based upon Trump anymore. And then we've got to decry, once again, this war, this disastrous intervention. We've got to preach and deliver the evidence that these are false flags that they're pulling on us. And we now have the information to say that the deep state has infected almost everybody on Fox News except Dr. Carlson and everybody in mainstream media, Another question: How is Tucker Carlson? I've met with him privately. How is he even allowed to operate? You see, Tucker Carlson has gone very gradually. Now he's crossed the line, but he's so popular now on Fox. I don't think they can fire him, and they haven't got any dirt on him. Like they have, you know, O'Reilly. Oh, Bill O'Reilly. So I think he's going to survive because Ontario Fox would have hell to pay if they fired Carlson because he's been careful. He's been extremely careful. Never have to actually broke conspiracy. No, but I agree with you. Tucker Carlson has really from matured. Everything he does now is is really good. He is he is definitely a good guy right now. But I think the important thing to realize is that we can still encourage people to vote. Remember, this is the key thing, that the Trump supporters are still just as dead set against the establishment, just as dead set against the Democrats, especially... Yeah, we brought Trump, he didn't bring us. That's right. And that power still exists. We've got to stop putting Trump in the front of our movement and say, let's go to principle, let's talk about the specific issues, fight for them, and vote for people you see, if we don't back... Exactly. We have to lead. If he wants to follow, that's his issue. But he is... They, they attack him, so we build him up. You're right. He has really, a lot of fronts, failed. So we have to just go for what's right. If he wants to follow us, that's fine. But Trump is falling. And we've got to back every single candidate that's willing to take a tough stand against this forum series. Very, very few. Well, Joe, let me ask you this question. Not about my ego. I want your real counsel. They have got PIs following me 24 hours a day. They've got all these shows on Comedy Central, CNN, everywhere. That lying when I say that. I'm not that important. I don't think I'm that good, quite frankly. They are obsessed with me. They are after me. Well, they are all over the place misrepresenting. What do you think they're doing? Why are they so scared of InfoWars? Because, I mean, okay, we reach 80-something million people election week. It was like 30 million before. They, they press this down at 30, 40 million a week. We're still there. It's our main audience. But they are, I mean, they are trying to pay everybody. I know money a lot. No one will actually do it. 
they are. But I sit on there with what they were doing. It is, I don't feel sorry for myself, actually. I feel blessed, but it is insane what they're doing. And I'm not that good of a guy. So let me ask you as a wise guy, and I mean, as, a, as a cliche, a smart guy, why are they after me so bad? Because I need to know this, because I don't get it. Well, it is their fear of truth. I mean, it's just like they came out of the woodwork with just them against Tucker Carlson. They do that every day to you. I mean, you're much more straightforward in terms of raw truth, especially about conspiracy issues, than Tucker Carlson. Even when he approaches it. I mean, look what happened to Glenn Beck when he got too close to George Soros. He started talking about globalism. And he was still... Let me interrupt. we got plenty of time. Quebec was so good and so powerful, and he broke on that. He said, I met with elitists, and he quit. Now he's, exactly, how did they break him? Because, I mean, they're trying to break me. I don't understand that. Well, they broke him because he wanted to be popular too much. That was his weakness. That was Romney's weakness. If he wanted to be president too badly, so they could twist his arms. They can't twist my arms. They can't twist your arms. We don't want popularity. We want truth. And that's why we're immune to that. And so they've got to use the physical economic attack. I mean, this day, uh, you know, for the first time, my entire host server in the United Kingdom got shut down as my brief on the Syrian war was going to come. Oh, yeah, I don't want to be a drama queen because I don't want to stir. It's like next level what's happening here. They are. They're into the light system, the phones, everything. It's like, that's why I'm saying we're not that powerful. We're just not bad guys. They are so scared. I think if you look at their attack, Owen, that's the answer to how to, how to target them. Why are they so scared of this, then, Joel? Because truth resonates with the right people. And we don't convince everybody. But I'll tell you that we convince a lot of people uh, about these, especially on these issues that are very clear-cut and embarrassing hell up. So that's why they're just as fearful of real truth, because they know the truth resonates with a lot of people. They're afraid it's going to kick off. That's why they have to kill it. That's what Facebook has to censor. You can't tolerate any truth. And that's one of the proofs that this is at its very core satanic conspiracy. No, I agree. But now that Trump, and hopefully he writes himself, because I don't want to just, everybody like Ann Coulter does these points saying, oh, he's growing us on DACA or he's doing this on guns. And I know the inside baseball is not. But with this, just at a gut level, it's a turn. What do you expect him to do next now? if they've turned Trump. Because he's got to know. He's just, as soon as you roll over to these guys, they've got you. I mean, I don't know that. Or maybe he doesn't know that. No, it isn't that he's made a turn that says, I, I'm capitulating to them. He, they know how to massage them. They know how to say, look, you, they don't have any defense for every argument. So they turn them around. And what happens is he gets backlash from subscribers. I mean, he gets backlash from supporters. And so he now will reverse himself a little bit again, and then he'll be turned around. But I've seen it happen so many times. I just say, look, I'm going to applaud Trump when he does the right thing. But I have lost total confidence in his ability to stay the course. So I'm not going to ever preach, you can depend on Donald Trump. I'm going to preach all that he cannot. We will applaud when he does the right thing, but we cannot depend on it. So we will take our strategy down a path of principle and of specific facts. And we will yeah, we're not for the Democrats, but we, we want to hope Trump is better. So how did they break Trump, or does he even know he's broken? Oh, well, they didn't break Trump, and he doesn't know that he's broken. 
and they don't tell him that, and they don't twist his arm, that would be, you know, Trump's a guy who would resist that. He would, his ego wouldn't allow that. So they know how to fire and say, look, I'm all these children. And, and that's a soft spot with Donald Trump and all these, they show them these pictures over and over again. He gets upset and he says, all right, and you're sure that Assad did it? Yes, we have positive proof that Assad did it. And they don't have No, obviously they haven't. So what happens next until uh, Scouts on the roll of first break? All right, well, I think the Russians have sufficiently intimidated Mattis and Trump that they're not going to, this is going to be a one-time strike. Even though the Democrats and even Republicans on Twitter are saying, hey, he did this last year and it wasn't enough. He's going to have to do more this year. So he did a little more. He hit, you know, the dozen targets and things, but it's not. It's, there's still going to be more chemical attacks at the flame of Assad until they eventually get... Well, that's what the British ambassador to Syria says. He says, ISIS is doing this, and now you let them pull your chain, you're going to encourage them to keep doing this. That's right. I mean, that's a, I mean they know exactly how to manipulate Trump. It'll happen again. The Russians are the key here. They told the United States in their private conversations, if you go beyond what you promised you're going to do, not hitting our bases and not hitting... Population centers, you go beyond that, we're going to retaliate. I think the U.S. is not going beyond that. It is not going to... Uh, well, clearly, the Russian days ago pulled out of TARDIS and all that. So, yeah, you're right. It's it's a, not a stage deal with the Russians have pulled out. It's just, it's so... It's a bigger it's event than last year. It's a bigger event, but it's still a paper type. And the problem is, Russia's a paper type of filter. They're not ready for a treaty yet. And that's why we keep taking this. And the U.S. is learning to push Russia because they're not ready to come against us yet. And that's why I still think this tournament is going to be overreacted. Once again, most things going to be delayed into the next decade where I think Russia kind of will be ready. Now, well, that's my next question. What do you think about these peace talks coming up? Well, look, the, the peace talks, Trump says we've got to have positive proof that you're going to start to before the talks. He's always become that. He's not requiring anything. If he really were, and his advisors against this, because his advisors really want this trick or event to be postponed in the next decade when Russia and China are ready to take advantage of it. But the key here is if he were really serious, he would say, all right, you've got to let Inspector Ben right now to take possession of your program. And he's not going to promote that, and Kim would not agree to that. And so... These talks can go on for another year or so. We will have developed miniaturization, and before head technology can penetrate the atmosphere by that time, and then we're in trouble. That's what I said in the World Affairs Trump Trump doesn't have a year or six months to negotiate. He's got to stop them now, and it's going to be major problems. Well, that's my final question. I want you to take all this, too. We're going to have this live transmission. You see the globalist funding North Korea, Chinese, the globalist, all of it. What's coming next in this larger plan? What do you expect them to do to try to bring Trump down? Because he can sit there and try to appease them all day. That only encourages them. I mean, he could nuke the Russia. They would say he was a Russian agent. They're going after Iran next. You're going to see Iran happen before North Korea. And they were going to continue to push this. They're going to have, and Israel is behind this. Will it be an operation praying planets again? Will they blow up their ships, or what's going to happen? Well, Israel is probably going to do some attacks. Uh, you know, they have all the attacks in areas of Syria. They're going to attack some areas in Lebanon. 
and they're going to try to get Iran to retaliate in some way. Iran so far hasn't taken the bait. But remember, the whole reason why the U.S. started to engage in Syria versus Iran in 2013, the Israelis said, we're not attacking Iran on your behalf until you take the pressure first. That's the whole reason why the I agree. Is. Who do you think is flying in, in Syria? Well, it's local advisors of Jayesh uh, al-Islam, the uh, books that until this Monday or Tuesday, no, I agree. So the Russians were insane that it was Western rebels. Well, it exactly did it. I mean, they get these chemical weapons through Turkey or through Saudi Arabia, and they're known to use these in order to blame the thing on Assad. But we think this was clearly. Uh, you know, the Army of Islam, Jayash al-Islam, who, who did this, who occupied Cuba, and they have over 300 hostages of men and women and, uh, of women and children from other surrounding areas. Of sure, that's exactly who they did, yeah. And I think that's who they killed. I think a lot of those were suffocated. Some 40 died in the suffocator group. I think they brought those out and falsified those as part of the death of this chemical attack. They did explode some chemical Let me ask that question to you. You're a real theologian. What is wrong with Islam? Why is it so satanic? I don't put words in your mouth, but I watch these videos that nobody else has seen, or at least people have online have it, I see it, where they like are killing Africans and making them eat meat of dead people, they go to hell. They're all so crazed and satanic. I mean, what is going on in the minds of, of these people? Where do you see the globalists, the Western governments, uh, the EU's alliance with Islam to repopulate Europe? What is the plan there? Why is the left so in love with Islam. Well, it's because it's, it's a supremely manipulable Well, let's close out with that. I'm looking at almost over an hour. People that just tuned out the streams, Trump has hit seven separate targets. Uh, undoubtedly, there's Russians dead. There's 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 Syrians dead. There's others behind the war. It's it's horrible. Uh, it's, it's we're on the wrong side of this. It's a terrible thing. But Joel Scalzi in the WorldAffairsBrief.com. Getting into the satanic nature of this, I, I, I've been a Christian my whole life, and I believe in God. I've had spiritual experiences. But, man, the last five years,
is on the street and how they act and what they're demon-possessed and the stuff they do. This is not an act for these people. They are crazed. From your research, this whole world government, the Antichrist, all of this, what is your timetable from your research there? Just for me and my family, because I'm going to be on air. I'm going to do what I do. But, you know, at a certain point, I'm just trying, I'm not just trying to be here on air or whatever. At a certain point, this is getting so crazy that I don't even know if I can do any good. I don't, I, I, like, I'm not arrogant enough to think I can actually fix this. And I'm I, I'm getting so freaked out that I just want to go get you know, my knees and pray to God all day. I mean, I, I'm not saying to be goody tissues. I'm saying as a man, I have gotten so freaked out by what's going on and the pure evil that's happening. what's out there, and they're looking for facts. This week's World Affairs Week, for example, has all of the details about how this is a false flag. I document it time and again on there. Your listeners can get a free sample copy of that by emailing me at editor at worldaffairsbrief.com, and I'll send everyone a free copy of this week's World Affairs Brief. And it and really is. It really, I'm not just saying, you really have a great understanding. But what I'm saying is that you mustn't lose hope I mustn't lose hope because we are reaching a great many people. And I get letters, I know you get letters from people who thank you for being there and for having the courage to tell the truth. Without us, they'll start to be snowballed into this great thing. And so we've got to not only get them to have a heightened understanding of the dark forces that are It is, it is on the street. 
politically, economically, legal, they are. What is it? I want your perspectives. I want to know. What is it they're is the potential FORs? What is it they're so scared of? Well, it is the potential of the infected nature of truth. I mean, when you saw, if you would go back and review Laura English show and see how Sebastian Gorka, who's normally, you know, energetic but mild-mannered, just turned into a raving counterattack dog at the very moment. Oh, it's funny to say that. I've seen him putting out hundreds of photos with him with guns, and it was all, like, months ago, really synthetic. Now, he's a patriot. It was all real. Like, these sociopaths don't get what looks fake. I was like, what? And then Gorka was attacking me. He was attacking others. And I, it's funny you bring up, bring up Gorka. I agree. I wasn't even trying to follow him, but I saw the syntheticness of how he wants to be our leader. Yeah, it's the same thing with Sean Hannity. You know, he seems very, very conservative at the time of the Clinton Trump, but boy, you start to look up the spirit of conspiracy or any facts that into that, and he turns into a raving attack dog, too. And this shows you that there's a little evil there for those that are pretending to be conservative in a certain way, but in their hearts, they really want to be well, I respect your knowledge. You're a wise man. Phil Skelton, he does a lot of good, but they've got rid of other people. He, so you, I respect you. You think Hannity, does he know what he's doing, or is he deceived, or what are you saying along with Hannity? He knows what he's doing. He knows that he hates conspiracy. Anybody who hates conspiracy Real truth in conspiracy is not on our side. The same way Bill O'Reilly was the same way. He would come out viciously against anyone. No, I remember Ross Paul said, we're going to have a money bomb. And I remember I remember uh, Hannity and Beck. Beck was on CNN. He goes, it's a bomb. They're going to blow you up. Like, people didn't know that. There's a money bomb. Moses is a fundraiser. I don't want to put them down. I want to play with Hannity. Uh, but, uh, Okay, he's a good guy. I know Bill O'Reilly's that guy. The truth, the truth is, though, that if a person is really honest, he won't shut down any truth about conspiracy, even if, it, especially if it comes from a reasonable voice. He won't shut it down. He'll say, "Well, you know, I've never, my father, I don't necessarily agree." I'm sure that that's how Tucker Carlson would address it. I know that if I got on his show and and said some controversial things. He would not shut me down. He would not turn into an attack dog. And that shows a person is Well, I don't want to get Tucker Carlson in trouble. Like 10 years ago, he said some bad stuff about me. And then he was coming to Austin, and he wanted to meet. And I met with him, and he was like, oh, I didn't know, you know I appreciate you. And, like, and we had dinner a few times at the RNC and other places. But Tucker is the head of Voice of America. He's like an anti-communist. He's a patriot. And Tucker basically, I don't want to get him in trouble. This is no secret. But Tucker is getting away with as much as he can on there. Yeah, he's really pushing the envelope, uh, Alex. And uh, but I have to say, I can read him as being very, very careful. He knows very, very well that he can't make definitive statements like I do. And I'm glad I'm free to make those statements, and you're free to make those statements. So, but I'll tell you, he wouldn't pay a price to have a boycott so big of advertisers against him. And they may yet, they may yet see that. But uh, I would find it slipping through all the cameras. All right, Joel Snells and World Affairs, great Thank you for the time. I want to thank the crew for coming in. I'm Patricia Bell and Thank you for being with us. My pleasure. Always a pleasure. Oh, you've been a really good, good, good guy over there sitting there while I was ranting and raving. I mean, this, I, I don't, you know me, I'm not the guy that jumps on the bandwagon who left Trump, but we know the history of Syria. We know Al Qaeda and ISIS launched the war. We know Obama did. 
We know Hillary did. We know Russia went in and kicked ISIS out. Our military killed by 10% of them. Our military, though, was with the Russians to do that under Obama. But then with Trump, they relaunched the whole lie. I, I mean, I just, I have to stay true to myself. I, I can't lie to people. I, uh, I'm, I don't want to be a drama person, a drama queen, but I, I mean, can we pull it up for people, maybe on TV, TV viewers? I mean, how many strikes were there tonight? How many bases did they blow up? People fighting with Saudi Arabian hordes? I think it's still going on right now, actually. They're televising it live like it's some sort of theme show. Saturday strikes, you know, it's trendy now. But, Alex, we made our decision. They sold Trump on, this will get Stormy Daniels out of the news, bull, bull crap. It's going to get worse now. You watch. And yeah, now I think they got him, by the way, those man. Watch. They'll try to impeach him for striking without congressional approval, and they'll try to impeach him for Russian collusion at the same time while he's striking Russian bases. You know, I always, I, I'm, I'm just, I, I'm, I have no footing right now as far as the overall picture. I don't think I'll be able to have footing for another 72 hours or so. I'm not sure if Trump is possible to save at this point. If, if it is possible, the only thing I can think that would get his attention if everybody started burning their Trump apparel and putting it on social media, maybe that might get his attention. But while they launch all these strikes in Syria, you notice how there's no real talk of regime change or removing Assad from power. That just shows you how superficial the whole thing is, how driven by the military, industrial, and Wall Street uh, this really is, how much it is for show. I mean, look at this. they got full of Fox News guys. I mean, this is like a movie. For Fox News right now, let's show the let's show our wars. Let's show those Syrians they fought ISIS. F them. We're going to go like, no, dude. We're I mean, remember we're not ISIS's air force. So uh, I, I mean, I expect something. I, I don't know. I think something big happens before the end of um, before the end of April here. And no, I agree. But there's a deal. We don't tell you what to say before you on air. You're on the same page as me. I just. Trump's done so much good. I'm still going to back him on most stuff. But on this, I've got to say, it, it, it's, just, it's a disaster. Alex, we, we made our decision on this Monday when we decided to do to stop the, the World War III broadcast for 34 hours. We said we're not striking Syria. Uh, we're not going to get behind that. Syria isn't al-Qaeda. Syria didn't get invaded. They got invaded. So we just, they didn't you know, do anything. This is horse nerve, man. So we just say by our word. But you know what, Alex, you were asking, you asked it of Zach, you asked it of, of, of Joel, and I don't. I actually don't think that anybody's been able to answer it, but I think I have the answer. Why they hate you so much, why they hate us so much, why they're ramping up their attack. The difference between what happened in 2016 and what you've been doing your entire career is that you got Trump in office. InfoWars was the first group, news organization, uh, listening base, whatever you want to say. Well, our audience was Trump. the core. They, they, uh, not a, Everyone yeah. else went so to 17 different Republicans. They were all scared to do it. And we went with Trump, and that's who won. That's what they're afraid of. Now, they got Trump, and, and they got Trump to roll over the military-industrial complex. We'll see if he sells out. But the they're worried about the next wave. Exactly. And that's why they have to continue to bring you down. And, and, and you know, while we're sitting here and we're upset and we're depressed and we feel like we had the rug pulled out from under us, if we let them defeat us spiritually, then, then, then they have defeated us. I agree. The globals are way behind. And that's why they it's just, we just want to think, if it would have been Hillary, they would have started this war a year and a half ago. You put them a year and a half behind, and they still take more time with Trump in office than it would with Hillary. But that's what they're afraid of. They're afraid, they're afraid of the fact that your audience has reached our critical mass, 
that you can now get a president in office, and they're afraid to death of who might come along after Trump. Trump, well, okay, maybe he's easily blackmailable. They got X, Y, Z, whatever pictures, financial records. They had to break all the laws to get it, but they did it. But there might be someone else who, who they can't get that on. There might be someone else who's not going to roll over to the military-industrial complex. Maybe there's someone else who's going to have a big family and a bunch of property that they can destroy and bring down. Exactly. That's what it was. I mean, it's not like it's some pissing contest or I'm Mr. Badass. I just can't roll over to these people. I'm not doing it. Well, we'll see what happens. I mean, look, I mean, I'm not, I mean, I'll be honest. I want Trump to be right there with us. I'm just not going to roll up. And who knows what they showed him? Like, you heard Zach. They probably showed him. Like blackmail, right? They okay. showed him not footage of people in Syrian uniforms going, look, Syrian uniform, chemical. You know what I mean? <sighs> but see, but then you're, I mean, okay, so then, so then it comes back to the military industrial complex, removes everyone like Michael Flynn and everyone else in Trump's administration so that they can bring in all the military industrial complex people to pull that over his head and get away with it. So I don't know. I mean, you know, Trump made mistakes, a product bringing in on some of these people, and then they lied to him and they deceived him, and so now he's pretty much, you know, held hostage, isolated, whatever. Always say, Mr. President, just act strong, you'll be left alone. That's always the quick chant, and then it just never ends. But now the world is going to look at America again tonight and say, you're warmongers, you're expansionists, you're colonialists, and and now the left is going to say, this is why the world. Syria just lost. Conservatively, 800,000 people fighting a full-bore Saudi Arabia Wahhabist jihadi attack, and we're crapping all over that. So you cannot take away from that. And that's just me. I'm not side with the jihadis. Trump sides with the jihadis. He's the right to hell. And I will, I will come out like a war machine against Trump. And the sick part is, I don't want the sick of panic. Comedy Central CNN support. There's the only way we real support. I don't want that. I don't want to attack Trump because they're their enemy. They saw the potential in Trump, so they tried to destroy him and bully him into this BS. And that's why it's a paradox why it's so mad. I don't. I don't even see Right now, the rug's been pulled out from under us. Like, like I said, I mean, I, I have no footing right now. I don't know how, I don't know how to cover news I the next 72 hours. And I look at a situation like this, and it's like, okay, so look at just everything that's happened in the last week. So you get Bolton in, immediately you get chemical false flag in Syria. That's not a coincidence. You have Robert Mueller send the FBI into Michael Cohen's office, hotel, and house that's being renovated. And then the next day, Trump rolls over on Syria after for years saying not to go into Syria for years saying it's a bad idea, and then just a, a few days before saying it's not going to happen, then it happened. We're telling you this is how this stuff goes down. We're telling you the series of events that leads to this because we don't think you're too dumb to handle it. We don't think that you need to stay asleep so that the military-industrial complex can bomb whoever the hell they want all over the world and then bring it back home where Fox News rolls it out on television like it's some sort of happy movie or a TV show, people dying in Syria. Syria never attacked us. Assad gasses on people, they say. Why? What happened to common sense in America where you just asked why? We don't even ask why anymore. They don't even have to give us a reason anymore as to why events happen. 
hey, did you hear Assad chemically gassed his own people? Oh, really? Well, how do you know that? What did, what did you see? Did they show you the video, the evidence? Well, they had it on all the television news, so except they lied about the Gulf of Tonkin. Oh, except they lied about weapons of mass destruction. Oh, except they get caught lying about everything. They lied about... Question. Did Syria's ambassador tell the United Nations that the United States has genetically modified super soldiers in his country? Stay tuned. We're going to talk about it on today's edition of True News. Today, 
says, the United States is amassing the largest air and naval strike force since the Iraq War in 2003 to be ready for attacks on Syria if the president gives the go-ahead. The extensive military force, which could soon be in striking distance of Syria, will have to outbox sophisticated Russian air defense radars. So this, this is not like... You know, last year when President Trump issued a, a limited missile strike on a, on a Syrian uh, Air Force base, right? This is an invasion force. This is what I'm wondering. Are we talking about a land invasion? Cold War War. And the part of this that uh, is sure shocking, Rick, is that... We're really, we're, we're talking about invading Syria. Yes. More than we already have. It's that hard. You have already yeah, there are any French troops, but what you're referring to is, is the actual armor, the, the actual use of tanks, jets, ground troops. See, they could enter an actual Syrian city, much like ISIS did, uh, through, through the last five years, six years of the civil war in that country. But actually, we could, we could wake up sometime this week, and this NATO coalition could be in charge of Damascus. And just to think, it was just several weeks ago that President Trump was saying, we're pulling troops out of Syria. We're de-escalating there. How did this, what, what, what happened? Less than two weeks ago, President Trump says, we're getting, we're getting out of Syria soon. Let's, let other countries mess with us. We're done. We're coming home. And we applauded the president when he said it. Thank you, Mr. President. Yes, let's get it done. Two weeks later, we're going into World War III. Now, what, did, what happened, folks? Let me see what happened. The deep state. What I call the, the perpetual war, corruption, sleaze, pedophilia party that controls America, they went into action right away because President Trump, he was, he was loose. He got out of the White House. He made this comment yes. speaking to uh, factory workers in Ohio. They didn't have the chain on him. They didn't have the bubble on his mouth. And so he says, hey, we're leaving. We're getting out of Syria. The deep state had to go into action right away. And so they, they staged a fake chemical attack, exactly what the Russians said was coming. They did a fake chemical attack. And then immediately John McCain says, Putin did it because President Trump said he's going to withdraw troops from Syria. That's why Putin did it, because President Trump was weak, and that made Putin bold. And so right away now, President Trump is faced with, oh, they're going to accuse me of being Putin's stooge. I got to act tough. I got to be a bad guy now. I got to, I got to go to war. So I, I'm going to get on my Twitter account and start making threats of sending shiny new missiles to Syria. Folks, this is, this is crazy behavior. All of them involved are. There's some uh, degree of insanity involved here. I mean, we have people that are rushing to war, and in. From in two weeks' time, we've gone from announcing the withdrawal of American troops, our troops that were, that last year they denied were there. Right. All right. Last year they were denying that we had troops there. Under Obama, they denied it. All right. President, you know, President Trump admitted we had troops in Syria. But two weeks ago, we were withdrawing troops. Now we're invading. We're invading Syria, according to these reports. You're looking into this. Remind us back, do you remember January when President Trump also said we were going to stop arming ISIS? There was a report that came out that we were no longer going to give weapons to 
one of the factions, the Free Syrian Army. Well, remember that Haraf, that Haraf article in February that claimed Israel took up where the U.S. left off in arming seven Sunni Islamic factions right. in the region. So you think, well, what's happened this year? Turkey has also, since January, invaded Syria under the grounds that they are fighting ISIS. They're doing essentially what the United States won't do. Now all of these powers are involved in what appears to be, as you said, the largest coalition since the coalition to invade Iraq. That's right. Uh, that's right. Syria. That's right. I said this last year, is that they're going to carve up Syria. The model's going to be going to get me some Syria. Right. Everybody's saying, I'm going to get me some Syria. The United States is going to get some Syria. Israel's going to get some Syria. France. Turkey's going to France. get some Syria. France is getting some Syria. Russia's getting some Syria. But the poor Syrian people, they're going to lose their country. Yes. They're going to lose their country. It, they pretty much lost it already. It's been destroyed. So according to the Times, I'm, I'm, I'm going by the, the, the graphic chart that they produced, 27,300 U.S. troops will be involved in this invasion. 27,000 U.S. troops. All right. 1,700 French troops. Uh, we got F-16s, A-10, Thunderbolts, C-130s, C-17s, drones, Apache helicopters, Great Britain's bringing in uh, uh, tornado fighter bombers, uh, a Eurofighter, uh, Typhoon jets, uh, Sentinel spy planes, uh, Voyager tanker aircraft, and let's not forget submarines. That's right. There's going to be a lot of submarines in the Mediterranean. I remember the report yesterday there was a sub-killer on its way, too. That's right. So this is going to be an all-out war. That Whether this thing stays conventional for the duration of the war or whether it just gets totally out of control and nukes start flying. Nobody knows. Well, the Russian chief of staff has said, uh, General Karashimov, it's one Russian soldier is killed. Russia will respond in time. When you have this much going on, like what he said was, if Russian blood is, is shed in Syria, American blood will be shed. He didn't say where. He didn't say in Syria. He just said American blood would be shed. That's correct. We look at this, this number, Rick. This is a very low number of troops compared to the 27,000 troops compared to the 200 to 300,000 we used in Iraq. It makes you wonder if it's going to be a direct shot for Damascus. So where do you think these troops are going to come from? Or do you think we've been building up troops in Jordan, for example? Or, or do you think this is something that, like the Iwo Jima and other uh, troops? I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, two years ago, remember the 650,000 man uh, Sunni army? Right. That they had amassed 650,000 Arab soldiers were ready to invade Syria, and suddenly it was called off. And again, I can only assume that Vladimir Putin made a phone call to Riyadh and said, uh, you know, we'll use a neutron bomb. Because that, that wouldn't be the only thing that would stop it, a neutron bomb. Just wipe them out. You know, one blast and you kill all the soldiers at one time. Edward, you said to me that there was a there was an incident. Well, well let me put first part of my let's listen to that little gem again, shall we? Yeah. So uh, this is according to our news agency.
I'm really use a neutron bomb. Because that, that would be the only thing that would stop it, a neutron right. bomb. Just wipe them out. In one blast, you kill all the soldiers at one time. Everett, you said to me that there was, a, there was an incident. Well, well, let me just first talk about this, the capture of the U.K. soldiers. Yes. So uh, this is according to Forest News Agency, based out of Iran and Sputnik. In March, while the, uh, the controversy around East Gouda, which is a suburb of Damascus, the capital of Syria, while there was a push against ISIS in that region, Sputnik and Forest News Agency is now reporting that British forces, military soldiers, were captured in those suburbs. And they claimed, after speaking to the soldiers, potentially even interrogating these soldiers, that there was a planned invasion of Damascus that was supposed to occur in and around March 15th by NATO, uh, Jordanese, Israeli soldiers, and with a U.S. contingent. But it was foiled by both the Russian and Syrian advance in East Ghouta. Remember back to the reports we got, uh, there, it, was, it was pretty much a daily occurrence that they were claiming the Russians and Syrians were killing civilians in East Ghouta. Right. Remember, this was in March, around the same time the Scripple chemical attack was being talked about. But the part that was interesting is the Russians didn't stop their advance, and they took off the entire region. What filed news agency and Sputnik is reporting is that this stopped an invasion, or at least it looks like delayed it until now. And Mr. Pompeo, the CIA director going to the State Department, in his Senate testimony, his confirmation here, he made a, a reference to hundreds of Russian soldiers dying recently in Syria. Uh, and, and there's, he didn't clarify what happened. He just made a, a reference that there were hundreds of Russian soldiers that had been killed. So there is an active war that's been taking place between the United States and Russia for several months in Syria, and it's been under the radar, and it's about to erupt into full-scale fighting at this point. So up to this point, there's been the fighting going back and forth between the different powers, but they've kept the diplomatic cover on yes. For the time being, yeah. but that cover is about to be blown. Yeah. Now, now the guy, the gangs are coming out into the streets. Yeah, this is going to be a fist fight in the streets now. Uh, Maria Zakharova, who is the, the spokesperson for the foreign ministry in Russia, she said today, she told Sky News in London that Russia will protect its people on the ground in Syria if U.S. missiles are launched. And she said it's, it's what any nation would do. Sure. Well, how do you protect them? You're going to fight back. Right, yeah. And not only are they going to fight back against the forces where they show up, but the source of any of the attacks. I mean, that could be missile launchers, that could be ships, that could be aircraft. That's right. So there's going to be a price to pay. Are we willing to pay that price, really? We're going to find out very soon. DEFCON uh, file in Israel reporting that Vladimir Putin had a very sharp-worded telephone conversation with Benjamin Netanyahu, basically told him, uh, cool his jets, stay out of Syria. And according to this report, Mr. Netanyahu uh, told Vladimir Putin, uh, we'll do whatever we have to do to stop Iran. So you're going to have you get Israel now getting involved, but they've been involved. It's not like they're getting involved. They've been involved. They've been attacking Syria for years. And, but now, um, 
you know, Putin has not done anything to stop Israeli jets. He's 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 tried to uh, mediate the situation, allowing them to fly in to attack certain targets. But I I, I get the feeling that the Kremlin is just fed up with the Israelis doing their bombing runs into Syria, especially when you get Russian soldiers in these bases. And uh, and the Russians see that, you know, this thing's spiraling out of control. What Israel did last Sunday was just tossing gasoline on a fire. They, they've heated this thing up. Look how hot this has gotten since last Sunday uh, with, with the Israeli attack. Yeah, on something has to be done now. Yes. Well, because Iran says they're going to get even. That's right. Well, that's what it comes down to. This is a long day to go by both the Iranians and the Israelis, but they want to kill each other. One wants their territory. The other one, Israel, be happy for Iran to get nuked either by themselves or by the United States. That is what the United States to keep their nose out of the whole thing. If the Israelis and the Iranians want to hate each other and fight each other, that's their business. Keep me out of it. I don't want in their wars, but we're in it. We're in it. You know why we're in it? Well, we know why, because the Israeli lobby owns Washington, D.C. So that's this, why. When this fire starts in Syria, it's going to be a brush fire. Now, that's a statement, isn't it? That's what people are talking about. Uh, oh, an advisor to, to Bashar Assad, president of Syria, she said today that Syria is ready for war with America. But if this war happens, Israel will be the biggest loser. Because what, what she's clearly stating is, once this war, they're telling America, you go ahead and start this war. Right? Syria can't defeat the United, the United States. States, but there's going to be a lot of damage done to Israel. And then you have the Iranians that are going to get in this thing, and the Iranians can, can do massive damage to Israel. Israel could do massive damage to Iran. And we're looking at, at the use of nuclear weapons because if Iran and Israel start fighting, this thing's going to go nuclear in seconds. Israel's not going to sit there and be powered by Iranian missiles and, and from Hezbollah missiles coming in from Lebanon and Syria. They're not going to sit there. They're going to, they're going to launch nukes against Iran. And in many ways, they're looking for that opportunity. Absolutely. They want to take out Iran because then... They don't have to deal with Iranians. They can move in, take the soil. All right, it's about land. This is this is land conquest, but people are going to die, and both sides are are, are just red hot right now. And each side is threatening uh, to attack the other side. And again, the United States of America, you know, we we got our nose in everybody's business. You know, the United States should just get out of it. We have no interest in Syria, right? But I can name certain wealthy Americans that have financial interest in gas pipelines in Syria. Especially the Golan Heights. Yes, that's right. And it, it always comes down. It always comes down to oil and gas and banking. Now, here's where this thing really ramped up today. In a surprise move, I'm reading from the South China Morning Post of Hong Kong. In a surprise move, China to mount live-fire Navy drills in Taiwan Strait yes. in, show, in show of support for Russia over Syria. Now listen to that, in show of support for Russia. Over Syria. Yes. This, is, this, this, isn't, this isn't China saying, hey, we're doing a drill over here. 
because we're big and bad and it's high on straight. They're saying we're doing this to show the United States we will come into this war on the side of Russia. This just happened a few hours ago. So in a surprise move, Beijing announced on Thursday it would hold live fire drills in the Taiwan Strait next week, something that is both a message to Taipei and a show of geopolitical support for Russia during its time of friction with the United States. So uh, what I've read in some other articles is this is the biggest uh, Chinese live fire Navy drill in the South China Sea in history. Oh, yeah. So you look at the components of the story, 80 aircraft, including bombers, 10,000 soldiers. And then this is, will be the first live fire drill involving a Chinese aircraft carrier, the Liaoneng. And as you said here, Chinese, uh, the Chinese also know that the Chinese actually committed soldiers to be deployed in Syria earlier this year. We don't know if those troops were actually deployed, but it was called the Tiger Brigade, a special forces unit that was going to be deployed. China's uh, justification for this, Rick, is that the Middle East is a core component of the One Belt, One Road Initiative, their foundation of the New Silk Road. If they have a direct interest in there not being a nuclear war on their doorstep upon what would they see as the future of their economy, their civilization. Well, also, China sees uh, the U.S., the deep state, marching, going through the Middle East, gobbling up nations, attacking, very aggressive, uh, attacking nations. They know that, that the U.S. is moving towards attacking Russia at some day. Well, once they take down Russia, who's next? China. China. That's right. And if you take out China and Russia, then whoever controls the United States controls the world for the next 500 years. And what's unique about what's going on in the South Tennessee right now is President Xi Jinping, they actually did a, a maritime military parade of ships signaling out to all the nations in Southeast Asia and uh, the Asian region, this is who we are, this is where we're at, we're going to defend this part of the world. What's the likelihood that if war breaks out with the United States and Russia over Syria, that China makes a move for Taiwan in the middle of the war? Oh, it's very likely. During the, uh, the statements made by Xi Jinping at the uh, Chinese Congress uh, hearing this, this is past month. He said that China, China's one China policy, which includes ownership over Taiwan, is uh, not just an imperative, but it is sovereign right of Beijing. But would they move next to us in a war? Would they say, this is our opportunity? The United States is, is uh, up to his eyeballs and alligators fighting Russia, and we're going to take on, we're going to seize Taiwan because they can't fight two of us at the same time. I guess they're going to wait and see what happens in the Middle East. If the U.S. appears weak in any way, there's their opportunity. But I would say it right in the middle of the war. Sure. The moment the first missiles start fly, flying, I, I could easily see China make a move for Taiwan. Now the Pentagon has to decide, are we also going to Taiwan? Who, how many of these wars can we fight? And let's not forget, there's still 300,000 Chinese troops on the North Korean border, too, waiting. That's right. So are you thinking they would move south towards if they saw the opportunity, why not? If they saw that the U.S. interest was divided or that they were taking a hit, why wouldn't they take advantage of that? All right. got to move on to this uh, really weird story. The, the ambassador, the Syrian ambassador to the United Nations, Dr. Bashar Jafari, made a cryptic remark uh, a few days ago 
at the United Nations, he was talking about that, you know, his nation was being falsely accused of these false flag fake chemical attacks. And, you know, so, so listening to his comments, and it sounds you know, normal what he's saying. But then he, he mentioned genetically modified entities. Yeah. And I had to stop him. Rewind and listen to it again. Listen to it again. Listen to it again. I, I want to play the video. Again, this is serious ambassador to the United Nations. We're going to play the part where he's talking about genetically modified somethings in his country. Watch this. Say to Saudi Arabia today that we eliminated its terrorist tentacles in eastern Ghouta, and I mean Jaisal Islam guns. Yes, we say to Qatar and Turkey that we eliminated their terrorist tentacles in eastern Ghouta, and I mean Anusra Front gangs and Bailak al-Rahman gangs. And I say to all those who exported to us armed, moderate, genetically modified opposition that we eliminated these toxic exports, and we call upon those exporters to bear the consequences of their actions, as some elements who survive would return to their original country. All right, Doc, <laughs> we, we've been doing true news a long time. <laughs> this is one of the weirdest <laughs> things I've ever reported on. Yeah. Did he say that the U.S. or some Western country exported genetically modified soldiers into his country? Yes, you referred to them as chemical, chemical weapons, toxic, toxic substances in his country, methylum. That's what it would be. That's what we're dealing with. He's talking about Nephilim. The Nephilim are back. This well, isn't the only time he said that either. I mean, he's made that reference before. When did he say it? In 2016, the same ambassador, referring again to the jihadists, the ones that Saudi Arabia sent and other people with arms, he brought this up in regard to Aleppo. He said that genetically modified fighters are being used and exported into his country. We actually have that clip too. He said this at the United Nations. And this was 2016, 2006. All right, let's watch this one. The Syrian government is still ready to evacuate remaining and lawful armed groups in the terrorist pockets in the eastern part of Aleppo. And it has organized yesterday a convoy to evacuate 3,750 terrorists and their families. Unfortunately, some member states in the Security Council and the mainstream media continue to defend and support the genetically modified armed Syrian opposition, moderate by definition, while turning a blind eye to the crimes committed by them. Genetically modified soldiers in the Middle East. The jihadists, he's talking about ISIS. Yes. yes. He called them genetically modified. I mean, this is not, they're, they're Nephilim. Right. Now, in 2015, ISIS, uh, one of the most shocking uh, executions was when ISIS beheaded 21 Egyptian Coptic Christian men. Right. And I remember a lot of people talking about how tall these men were. Right. Because people were saying, hey, they're not, those aren't. Uh, Arabs, uh, they're too tall. They, they, they look like American basketball players. Uh, we, we've got a video. Go ahead, we'll show it, and we'll just keep talking. But this is what they were referring to, that these men looked abnormally tall for being uh, Arabs. 
soldiers, right? Clearly call them their captains. Yeah. The, head, the head doesn't even come up to the shoulders of some of these uh, these soldiers. I mean, you're talking about seven, seven and a half foot tall uh, terrorists here in this video. So now we're talking, you think about this, was the ISIS invasion, which came from, I mean, just, it just appeared, ISIS, it just appeared. Right. Nobody had ever heard of ISIS. And they're going through Syrian and Iraqi towns, cutting off people's heads and slaughtering people. Did America produce these creatures in laboratories? Did we grow these things and then turn them loose on the Christians in the Middle East? Dear God, how wicked and evil are we? We're going to back that up, and we're going to listen to that again, <laughs> okay? So, I mean, if you're just tuning in, this is, I guess, your World War Three special, the Friday Night Call, which apparently nobody's called it, but I'm going to record it anyway. If a mind-controlled president, genetically modified soldiers, and mind-controlled media are not enough to stir a good discussion on here on the eve of World War Three, then I, I have no hope for anybody. But we're just going to keep playing it anyway. So listen to what he's saying. I put the link to the chat room. And um, you can um, contribute your comments. Call in. Sorry. On your telephone line. You know the routine here. For the fear and after, come out public. The Syrian government is still ready to evacuate remaining and local armed groups in the terrorist pockets in the eastern part of Ali. Listen to what this man says very carefully. And it has organized yesterday a convoy to evacuate 3,750 terrorists and their families. Unfortunately, some member states and the Security Council and the mainstream media continue to defend and support the genetically modified armed Syrian opposition, moderate by definition, while turning a blind eye to the crimes committed by them. Genetically modified soldiers in the Middle East. The jihadists, he's talking about ISIS. Yes. yes. He, re he called them genetically modified. I mean, this is not, they're, they're Nephilim. Right. Now, in, in 2015, ISIS, uh, one of the most shocking uh, executions was when ISIS beheaded 21 Egyptian Coptic Christian men. Right. And I remember a lot of people talking about how tall these men were. Right. Because people were saying, hey, they're not, those aren't. Uh, Arabs, uh, they're too tall. They, they, they look like American basketball players. Uh, we, we've got a video. I want to go ahead, we'll show it, and we'll just keep talking. But this is what they were referring to, that these men looked abnormally tall for being uh, Arab soldiers. Totally taller than their captain. Yeah, the head, the head doesn't even come up to the shoulders of some of these uh, these soldiers. I mean, you're talking about seven, seven and a half foot tall uh, terrorists here in this video. So now we're talking. You think about this. Was the ISIS invasion, which came from, I mean, it just it just appeared. ISIS, it just appeared. Right. Nobody had ever heard of ISIS. 
and they're going through Syrian and Iraqi towns, cutting off people's heads and slaughtering people. Did America produce these creatures in laboratories? Did we grow these things and then turn them loose on the Christians in the Middle East? Dear God, how wicked and evil are we? And for the Syrian ambassador to come out publicly and say something like that, saying these are genetically modified entities, soldiers, terrorists, operating in this region. I mean, I was shocked to hear that today. This is the first time I had heard anything about this. Well, you know, months ago, President Putin, he told students in Russia that, that nations were developing super soldiers right. that w- would have no fear, would be uh, able to go through all kinds of pain. So this is not um, nonsense. It's not even outlandish. No, no. World leaders are openly talking about it. Folks, we, we've entered oh. the twilight zone. We've entered the last days. Jesus Christ is coming. You've got to get ready, church. You've got to get ready. Jesus Christ is coming. Don't be sitting there waiting on a secret rapture. Jesus Christ is coming. We've got to preach the gospel now. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. targets associated with the chemical weapons capabilities of Syrian dictator Bashar al-Assad. A combined operation with the armed forces of France and the United Kingdom now underway. We thank them both. Tonight I want to speak with you about why we have taken this action. One year ago, God launched a savage chemical weapon against his own innocent people. The United States responded with 58 missile strikes that destroyed 20% of the Syrian Air Force. Last Saturday, the Assad regime again deployed chemical weapons to slaughter innocent civilians, this time in the town of Dormak, near the Syrian capital of Damascus. This massacre was a significant escalation in a pattern of chemical weapons use by that very terrible regime. The evil and the despicable attack left mothers and fathers, infants and children thrashing in pain and gasping for air. These are not the actions of a man. They are crimes of a monster instead. Following the horrors of World War I a century ago, civilized nations joined together to ban chemical warfare. Chemical weapons are uniquely dangerous, not only because they inflict gruesome suffering, but because even small amounts can unleash widespread devastation. The purpose of our actions tonight is to establish a strong deterrent against the production, spread, and use of chemical weapons. 
establishing this deterrent is a vital national security interest of the United States. Combined American, British, and French response to these atrocities will integrate all instruments of our national power, military, economic, and diplomatic. We are prepared to sustain this response until the Syrian regime stops its use of prohibited chemical agents. I also have a message tonight for the two governments most responsible for supporting, equipping, and financing the criminal Assad regime. To Iran and to Russia, I ask, what kind of a nation wants to be associated with the mass murder of innocent men, women, and children? Nations of the world can be judged by the friends they keep. No nation can succeed in the long run by promoting rogue states, brutal tyrants, and murderous dictators. 2013, President Putin and his government promised the world that they would guarantee the elimination of serious chemical weapons. Assad's recent attack and today's response are the direct result of Russia's failure to keep. Russia must decide if it will continue down this dark path or if it will join with civilized nations as they force and peace. Hopefully someday we'll get along with Russia and maybe even Iran. Maybe not. I will say this. The United States has a lot to offer. With the greatest and most powerful economy in the history of the world. Syria, the United States, with but a being used to eliminate what is left of ISIS, is doing what is necessary to protect the American people. Over the last year, nearly 100% of territory, once controlled by the so-called ISIS caliphate, in Syria and Iraq, has been liberated and eliminated. The United States has also rebuilt our friendships across the Middle East. We have asked our partners to take greater responsibility for securing their home region, including contributing large amounts of money for the resources, equipment, and all of the anti-ISIS effort. Increased engagement from our friends, including Saudi Arabia, the United Arab Emirates, Qatar, Egypt, and others, can ensure that Iran does not profit from the eradication of ISIS. America does not seek an indefinite presence in Syria, but in no circumstances. As other nations step up their contributions, we look forward to the day when we can bring our warriors home, and great warriors they are. Looking around a very troubled world, Americans have no illusions. We cannot purge the world of evil. Act everywhere. There is tyranny. No amount of American blood or treasure can produce lasting peace and security in the Middle East. It's a troubled place. We'll try to make it better. 
but it is a troubled place. The United States will be a partner and a friend, but the fate of the region lies in the hands of its own people. In the last century, we looked straight into the darkest places of the human soul. We saw the anguish that can be unleashed and the evil that can take hold. By the end of World War One, more than one million people had been killed or injured by chemical weapons. We never want to see that ghastly specter return. So today, the nations of Britain, France, and the United States of America have marshaled their righteous power against barbarism and brutality. Tonight I ask all Americans to say a prayer for our noble warriors and our allies as they carry out their missions. We pray that God will bring comfort to those suffering in Syria, that God will guide the whole region toward a future of dignity and of peace. And we pray that God will continue to watch over and bless the United States of America. Thank you, and good night. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.